drunken editing, bad 80s hair metal, robotic acting and dialogue, and more homophobic slurs than you can wave a bloody scalpel at. We watched The Last Slumber Party. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, say hello. What's up, homos? Hey, we're gonna get a lot of that this week. Yeah, we you. Fucking fags. What, people don't talk like that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> News to them. Jeez. Oh my god, do we got a doozy this week. Um, we, this... This week's movie was the last slumber party. Yes, but it was suggested. It was a listener suggested movie uh, by Paul. Uh, I'm gonna butcher your last name. We always butcher last names. It, it's either uh, Devos or Devos, Devos or Devos, like Betsy Devos. Yeah, Devos. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but so Paul, thank you for your recommendation on this uh, this doozy. So actually, it's more of a fuck you, Paul, <laughs> uh, for this movie with love. Uh, yeah, with, with love. love. Yes, of course, with love. Um, yeah, the last slumber party. This Jesus Christ, this fucker. Okay, um, this movie was released straight to video in 1988. So it went straight to video. Straight huh? to video. No, no theatrical. <laughs> you, you're kidding me, huh? Yeah, big surprise. Surprise to me. <laughs> um, now the thing about this movie is, um, it's very hard to find. Uh, if you go to Amazon, you it's only you have to buy it on disc. You have to buy a physical copy and have it shipped to you, which is what my dumbass did. Uh, and, then boy. I, and then I looked up on YouTube and oh look, there it is on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> right there for free. It's you, a it's a really shitty um, VHS transfer. I mean, it's really shitty if you watch on YouTube, but it's there. It's free. You've done that more than once. Yeah, this is at least the second time now. Maybe yeah. third. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, and I spent an absurd amount of money on two copies of this movie. Really? <laughs> I will never spend that much money again on a movie for this show. May, may Not I, just one copy, but two copies. May I ask how much you spent? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Because <laughs> I'm already an idiot enough sure for doing it. You sure get bamboozled? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a two-disc special. It's got it like a, two yeah, movies on yeah. it. What was the other movie? Terror at Ten Killer. Terror at Ten Killer. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I haven't watched it either. Okay, maybe, um, maybe we have to watch that maybe one. Maybe we will. We'll get to it at some point. Yeah, since we might as well get our money's worth. Yeah, I might have spent an insane fucking amount. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> on a DVD. On a, it's not of even this, a Blu-ray of this fucking movie. Of this fucking movie. It's not even a Blu-ray. There's no. There are zero special no. features. It just here's a shitty movie. On, we'll throw another shitty movie on the same disc. <laughs> Give us a ton of money. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway. So here's you, Paul. Yeah, here's you, Paul. You owe me. Well, I'll send you an email. How much you owe me? We'll send you the bill. We'll send you the bill. This was your idea, after all. Um, so it's written by uh, Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith. Yes. And Jim Taylor, not to be confused uh, with Ty- Stephen Tyler. 
and Jim Taylor. Jim Toolbuilt Taylor? <laughs> Isn't that his name? From That's Tim Taylor. Oh, Tim Taylor. Tim the Toolman oh, Taylor. Tim but yeah. So this is his brother. This is his brother, Jim. Jim. <laughs> uh, it was also directed by Steven Tyler. Uh, no, seriously, it's not the Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. I wish it was, but it's not. Because the music would probably be a little better. It probably would. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some Aerosmith stuff I like from their 70s. And, yeah. yeah. There's, I actually don't really like Aerosmith that much. I, it wasn't really a there's big... There's like maybe three songs of theirs I like. They're early two 80s. for sure, but other than that. They're yeah. early. Like, Love in an Elevator, I like. Janie's Got a Gun, I Janie's like. Janie's Got a Gun. You know. Janie's Got a Gun is my favorite, and then followed by Living on the Edge. After that, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, about it's when they got more ballady and stuff, yeah. the older they got. The, oh, God. You know, like, when they stopped doing drugs and started... <laughs> Drinking Diet Coke, that's when, you know, that's when it kind of went downhill. Um, so, anyway, other than Slumber Party, Last Slumber Party, the only other directing credit that Steven Tyler has is a co-directing credit for something called Fasuna to Chabusa in 2002, which he also wrote. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. In 2002? In 2002. He took a, quite a hiatus. Quite the hiatus. Wow. Uh, he wrote it, but he was, he was, he's like, I think he learned his last night. He was like, you know what? I'm not touching another film for 15 years. And then when I did, I'm going to co-direct. He's <laughs> about due then, isn't he? <laughs> he's due. Isn't he due for another one? His third, yeah. yeah. His trifecta is coming up. Um, so anyway, uh, the cast, ain't nobody worth a goddamn mentioning. Actually, I think that there's one person who got an interesting career after this movie. Not an acting, keep in mind, but uh, oh. Rick Polizzi, P-O-L-I-Z-Z-I, -I, Polizzi. Did he go into med school and become a surgeon? I would, that'd be, no. <laughs> uh, he did go on to become a producer, a production manager, and an animator for The Simpsons. Cool. And like a long, like years, year run with like a long time he worked with the, on The Simpsons. And still going today, so. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. But everybody else, one and done, did nothing else after that, <laughs> after this movie. Uh, so. It's, that's, you sure? Because the acting was just. Oh my God. This <laughs> choice, let me tell you. God damn it. This is this is gonna be a painful one, guys. Ooh. Alright, so <laughs> the movie we open straight with the credits, which are actually a little different depending on which version you watch, like the DVD version and then the if you watch the version on YouTube, which is a which is a rip from the old VHS, there are some differences in the credits, like the coloration is a little different and whatever, but it's not much. Um so, but we're not gonna, it doesn't matter. Uh, then the music kicks in, which is like a bad 80s hair metal, like really bad hair metal. Like Strike Force. Yeah, or like, <laughs> or like Rat with yeah, two T's yeah, or something yeah. like that. Or quite, yeah, it's like really winger. Dragon wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bad 80s. Like this guy should be riding like a Siberian tiger with like, <laughs> you know, barbarian gear on, but no muscles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those kind of guys. Uh, the entire opening scene is done in slow motion for some reason. Uh, it's just really weird. And the camera is just panning around in a hospital room. And we see this guy in a hospital gown. And he's taking like a surgeon's mask and scrubbed yeah, out of like a cabinet or something. He's wearing a patient's gown. Yeah. And he's, you know, putting on, yeah, like Marshall said, scrubs. Surgical uh, scrubs. Scrubs and, and, and the, the mask. The, yeah. the, and the, 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 the hat and the mask. Yeah, yeah. the little hairnet. Yeah, the hairnet. Yeah. Net, whatever you call that thing. Uh, and then the door to the room starts to open, and the man who has this giant scar going across his forehead grabs a scalpel, moves over to the door, ready to like kill or attack whoever's coming in. But all that happens is you see a hand come in and turn the lights off, and the door closing, and you're like, "Oh, that was a bunch of nothing." Okay, great. Okay. 
And then that's it. Then we jump to the streets of some suburb where a Volkswagen thing races down. What is that car? It's a Volkswagen thing. That's what it's called. It's called a thing? A thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the thing. Interesting. It's a very – for younger listeners, if you look, won't know what a thing is. But I didn't know what it was. It's a very unique, one-of-a-kind car. It's I don't want to say it's like – it's kind of like a transformer of a car in a way that it's very – it could be – it was like a convertible – but also, besides just the top coming down, you could also flip down the front windshield. Yeah. Which, or have that up. And I think you could also do something with the doors if you like. Yeah, it was a really weird concept car. It was really unique, really kind of cool, but right. they were short lived. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can imagine those things being goddamn death traps. Yeah. You know, there's uh, no true. bar on top of it. Not no even, windshield. Not a windshield. Yeah. <laughs> you rock in the face or June a, bugs in the teeth. A June bug at 80 <laughs> miles out on the highway. You're going to whap. <laughs> give you a concussion. Sure. Um, so. Anyway, the camera then pans up to the second floor window of this house that the car drives by, where we see some blonde teenage girl. She's looking out. Like, looking out the window, and she, like, waves. She's like, oh. Boy. It's like she's, this poor girl's, like, fucking Rapunzel trapped in her tower. She's, like, looking at all the kids running around. She's like, oh, I sure wish I could ride uh, the thing. Uh, um, <laughs> so she goes over to her van, and he starts combing her hair. And then we see the man in the scrubs just pop up in the window, eyes all Bugged out why like he's fucking on <laughs> speed or something. Dude, he's just smoked a ton of crystal meth. Yeah. And he's just like, ah! <laughs> just pops like, up. How the fuck he manages to do this defies all laws of gravity and physics? Yeah. Because he's, he's like, we, he's, we clearly see she's, she's in a second, second floor. floor. There's no ladder. He's just like levitating outside the window. And he's like, hey! <laughs> Anybody page aside diatrist? Yeah. Oh. The, the girl screams. <laughs> And then the maniac is now inside her room looking straight down the barrel of the lens, holding up the bloody scalpel in the front scalpel of his face. The scalpel in front of his face, and it's, like, out of focus. It's out of focus. And he's, like, holding it. Basically, his, his, his arm's almost completely extended. Yeah. And it's it, the camera's focused on his face, and it's just this blurry, blurry thing. Metal, silver thing, yeah. And she's like, ah! ah! And then we cut to the girl... Standing outside of her house, talking to a cop, telling him that the guy went this way. Yeah, the he police. Ran off. The police pulled up. Man, talk about response time. Exactly. Like he must have been like just literally like right two there. houses down. Because think about the. the, the I hate to use. I'm going to use the word logistics again sure. on this scene. We have to, Aaron had a big comment a conversation logistics. about logistics before he went on the air. Um, okay, so first of all, the guy's at the hospital. And then he's suddenly at this house, which, okay, fine, whatever. We don't have much time passes there. I'll give you that one. But then he somehow, like I said, he levitates himself up to the second store, second floor, goes in through the window. So he's inside the house. Girl screams. Girl is now outside on the lawn. With the police so, there. With who, the who police are, and, already and, there. And the police are aware that there's a prowler or a yeah, bad guy there. But how did he not? Dude, it does. How does he not kill this girl? We, this girl apparently had enough time to. Call the cops and get out of the house before. Like, and Here's, then the cop, the guy in the cop, the killer just disappears or we, runs away. We like, gotta stop dissecting scenes right now <laughs> because we'll be here all night. I know, but this, and there's so much to dissect. Like, nothing makes any sense. That's the in first this like two minutes the of the movie. And it's already like giving me a serious. Migraine trying to think about how about this it for works. 10 minutes. <laughs> like, there's how would this, this isn't possible. <laughs> it's like, where did he go? Why did he go into the house 
if just the run away, if he didn't kill her, why? I, I can't figure this out. It's going to be like that the whole time. So oh we got to, we God. just got to power right, through so, it, baby. But you know what's kind of funny? When they're showing this, they're also still showing the opening credits. Yeah. And they're so cheaply done. You can tell it's done on like a cheap editing machine. It looked like the intro to like Family Matters or Full House, like the way it's like, yeah, it looks like a cheesy 80s sitcom, <laughs> the way the credits are going. It's kind of funny. It does. It, yeah, that's a great point. So next we cut to some high school class, uh, some high classroom on the last day of school where once again, all of our main characters happen to be in the same class again. It uh, drives you nuts. It does. Uh, the teacher's rammed on the background. Here's a fun fact. The teacher is played by co-writer Jim Taylor. So, yeah, all right. Woo. Uh, the nerdy guy who's also wearing a scrub, just like the top half is like the scrub. Yeah, he's shirt. wearing a, t- a scrub top. Scrub top thing. Yeah, and it's he's messing around with like the teaching skeleton, like the body, mm-hmm. you know that yeah. you know your teaching skeleton. Um, he's like poking at it with a scalpel. He is. He's poking at the scalpel, but it looks like he's trying to use the scalpel as like a screwdriver to, like, in like the neck. Bone open the neck. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like fooling around with. Oh, I was it. fascinated trying to figure out. I watched this like. What the fuck is this guy trying to do? It doesn't. And again, why would he have a scalpel just exactly. and let the student fuck around with it? Like, and it's just... the 80s. I get it's the 80s, but it's like, <laughs> what school allows a kid to walk around campus with a scalpel? Like, yeah. he can just, it's basically a shiv. He can just walk up and just slice and dice anybody he wanted in the middle of the hallway. I mean, you needed it in science class to dissect frogs and stuff like but that. But you know but what? You... They kept him under lock and key. And yes. I remember doing a dissecting, like, the baby pig and the frog and, like, Eighth, seventh grade, seventh grade is when we did it, and yeah, the scalpels. Yeah, after class, like here you go, all counted for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were wandering around the halls with them, or keeping them in our <laughs> pockets. Right. So, uh, anyway, I was fascinated with this watching this guy trying to figure out what the hell he was doing, and it made me think, like, what the hell did the director tell him to do? Like, what was his direction? Like, you, again, just stand there. We're gonna do this all <laughs> night if we keep doing I'm this. Sorry, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Everybody else in class is sitting around talking, blog gagging, waiting for that last bell to ring. And he's over there, like, dicking around this skeleton, like, with the scalpel. I'm like, what is he doing? I don't know. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, the thing I do love about this guy is he's simply called Science. Yeah, his nickname is Science. That's it's not even his nickname. Apparently, that's his given name because that's the only name he's ever referred to in this entire movie. His first name is Research. (laughs) His last name is Science. (laughs) Should be the other way around. Science. Research Science. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Science, which I do love that. Uh, And then we get introduced to the rest of our people. Where Chris is our main character. She's uh, Chris is a girl in this one. Chris is a girl. And then we have the three guys. Tommy, Billy, and Scott, who are like the cool prankster guys of this movie, which, again, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, the Tracy, the blonde girl, who's probably the best-looking girl in this movie, and that's not saying much. Um, and then Linda, the kind of brunette, who's kind of like I, the conservative one. the Kind of. Kinda. She's got the curly-haired brunette. She, yeah, I was like. She's the stick in the mud. That's the way I'd describe it. Just like the stick in the mud. Yeah, but, some, but she's also friends with like the party girls cool too girls, somehow yeah um like i think they tried too hard to make linda wait like they, i clearly see like her the inspiration for linda the came virgin. from Lori. Well, exactly from Lori exactly that's like yeah. they just like oh you're trying to make mm. Lori strode and to- then, totally. totally yeah you're trying to make Lori, linda and uh what's the other girl's and no i don't i forget the other girl's name i should know that um anyway the final bell rings all the kids scream and dre rush out right for summer break we cut to our three girls walking, talking. 
uh, how their summer of nonstop partying starts tonight. And they all agree to have a slumber party tonight at Linda's house. And, and my God, I have never seen so many pleats on jeans before in my life. Uh, what about Linda wearing that the baggiest clown pants I think I've ever seen? Well, but they're pleated. The two, the two girls on the on each end are wearing like tight jeans, you know, because they're so the slutty. Tight-ish, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the girl in the middle who has these Linda <laughs> baggy ass pants pulled up to her fucking tits. The wardrobe in this movie is, is atrocious. I kind of love it. It's awful. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesomely bad, but it's so bad. It's like, and here's another thing. This movie was released in '88. It looks like it came from, like, could have been anywhere from 78 to 82. Right. I mean, the clothes yeah. do not match 88. This is, like, early, early 80s, this late movie 70s. was filmed in Louisiana. Grant. I, so, I, maybe things are a little slower a little in the slower south. slower than Cajun folk in Cajun they, country. They do talk a little slower in the south, <laughs> and fashion comes just as slow. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, my God, the pleats. So many pleats. <laughs> Uh, then we cut to a mental hospital where we meet Dr. Sickler, who turns out later is also Linda's dad. Oh, Dr. Xanax. Dr. Xanax, yep. <laughs> Holy shit, this guy is devoid of personality. And the sad thing is, he's still actually one of the better actors in this movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. He doesn't even try. He just talks like this. Oh, he doesn't time. try at all. I'm not saying he does. <laughs> he's terrible. But everybody else is terrible, too. Like they're all, everybody in this movie is awful. Terrible. Just awful. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Xanax, uh, and we meet Doctor him and, and Nurse Number One. Uh, they're talk, walking, talking about a certain patient that's just so strong that the Thorazine is barely working on him, and he has to be strained to his bed, and he's just so unpredictable. Unpredictable. Oh my god. They're they're talking like. <laughs> it, Again, it, I remind you of the fucking Halloween thing. We're like. We're like, oh, is he going to be on Thor's? Isn't that going to be like, you know, that's, that well, should, he's going to be barely dead. And like, that's the point. That you know? should drop an elephant. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, that's the point to have him. It's like, oh my God. Um, so now, then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, we just cut to a close up of the maniac's face. And then it cross fades to some medical chart that's pretty much impossible to read due to the horrendous video quality of this movie. Um, all you get is the very last line says something like, Suggested action yeah, he's, prefrontal lobotomy. He's a paranoid schizophrenic with a tendency towards extreme violence. Recommendation full frontal or pre full frontal lobotomy. Which I looked up, they haven't done a full frontal lobotomy since nineteen sixty seven. <laughs> so twenty years as it was released. Now it's not to say that it's it's still medically they still have it medically like as a possibility. Yeah. But it hasn't been performed in the United States since 1967. Yeah. <laughs> but I just again we just talk about we're, we're this is something this movie does all the time throughout this movie constantly it goes from one scene and then it just cuts to our killer our the maniac's face and like a close up of his face eyes all bugged out of his gourd. And, and then just right back to another scene. It's the weirdest. It's like they change channels. Yeah. It's like changing the channel. It's that violent. Yeah. It's like click, click, change the channel, bug-eyed face. Oh, I'm going to turn it back to the yeah. movie. It's you exactly know? basically it's, what it is. It's, this editing is, oh, wow. The guy took one too many shots of tequila or something when he started editing this thing. Man, <laughs> too many hurricanes. <laughs> too many hurricanes, yeah. Mary, Louisiana. Um, so... <laughs> 
We see Sickler is the one reading this chart. He's sitting on the edge of the maniac's bed. And yes, I'm going to call him Maniac throughout this entire movie because, one, we never get a name for this guy. And that's why he's credited in, in the credits. It's just Maniac. I thought they so, said this is like Mr. Randall. I thought it's like Mr. Randall is their next patient. Yeah, I thought it was Mr. Randall. <laughs> but that's the only time I heard his name. But Maniac is, Maniac, anyway, Maniac is fine. Maniac is fine. Anyway, Maniac wakes up, grabs Sickler, pulls him <laughs> down towards him. And basically, it, it's so bad. It looks like he's... Not trying to kill him. It looks like he's trying to make out. Yes! I thought he was going to passionately make out with him. Instead of, like, grabbing him violently and pulling him down, it looks like he passionately grabs him around and the neck pulls him down and pulls him down, him down so like, come here, baby. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. And that's what it looks like, too. Because Sickler, the way child, you can t- isn't even struggling. He's just laying there going with it. You can clearly see this in the, vi- in the footage. <laughs> it's like those movies from the 50s when the, the macho guy's like, come here, darling. And like she's like, no, no. Then he starts to kiss her, and she kind of like pounds on his chest a little bit, then then gives in because the kiss is that good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. The fact is, he gives in immediately. He's easy immediately because he's an easy slut. That's why. (laughs) Um. So a couple orderlies and a nurse rush in to restrain the maniac, (laughs) and then we go right back to Sickler and the nurse talking in the hallway. So I guess this was a flashback. (laughs) And again, it's just. Yeah, right, right, back. right back there. And he's like looking off in the distance like, that happened. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so they decide to go check on the maniac, which, by the way, for a guy who is violent, like a violent mental patient, so far gone, they'd have to give him a lobotomy as a last resort to like to, to re- restrain this guy and to get him under control. They have zero security measures for this guy. He They walk into his his. His room is just a regular yep. hospital room that you Un- would have in if you had your tonsils removed. Unlocked. There's no locks on the door. It's just walk right in. There's a giant window right there next to his bed. No He's one not, on- They keep saying we have to restrain him to his bed. Nope, he ain't restrained. He, there's no restraints on his no bed. No one-on-one supervision. No sitter. Nothing nope, like that. Just left to his own devices. He could get up and walk away. Go get himself an ice cream down a fucking Froyo spot if you wanted to. And I love how they go in to examine the patient. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Hey, let's go ahead and check on this patient. They walk in, and when I say, okay, they see the it's shape cute. of a somebody laying underneath the sheet. I'm like, oh, okay, he's sleeping. That's cute. Let's yep. leave him be. Let's he, turn and walk out. That's how I examine all my patients yeah. from a distance. From a distance. From a good 10-foot distance. Again, a serial killer, main, a violent guy who was like, they don't even make sure he's him because because that's what he get. They they fall from the old juvenile kid trick. The camera pans over and just blankets just, and pillows <laughs> underneath the sheet, and they're like, "Oh, all right, he's there. Let's move on." What the fuck is wrong with this hospital? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's like Ferris Bueller bullshit, man. Like, yeah, Ferris Bueller did better. He did better. He obviously <laughs> did better, but Jesus Christ. It's the oldest trick in the book. I'm just put some pillows here, and they're like, okay. And I, I just love how he walks in. It's like, okay, doctor, next patient for you to see. He's like, yep, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Linda at her house on the phone with Chris as they talk about the slumber party. Linda's, uh, like I said, she's a super conservative stigma. She's like, guys, we're not going to do anything that will get me in trouble tonight, right? And guys, and the writing is so forced because they're like, because they keep trying to like build up and instill in our heads that these Tommy, Chris, and Scott are these such pranksters. Yeah, and that like they're they're like, oh my god, they're the biggest pranksters in all time. Like they drove a car into a pool. pool and, the last part, and they're not gonna do that here, are they? They get drunk and wild. Yeah, it's like Jesus. Like, okay, enough of it. 
Uh, after the call ends, Chris lays down on her bed. Uh, the past time, I guess. And then we just cut back to the hospital where Nurse 1 and Nurse 2, their shifts have ended and they're leaving the hospital. Nurse 2 gets in the car, drives away, while Nurse 1 heads to the bus stop. She sits on the bench next to some guy who seems to be unconscious. Yeah, this, he looks like a fucking vagrant. Yeah, he does, he's like, okay. He's got I, like a bushy-ass hairdo. Giant, like, bushy fro, like, g- crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, I'm like, and I'm getting to realize, I'm like, I don't know if a girl would just walk around and sit right next to this dude. You might, I get you at the bus stop, but. It's it's a bus stop with no no shelter, light. no street light, and no no not one no, of those like shelters. No either. shelter above it, and there's the a guy who looks like he should be in like a '70s BG band or something. There's yeah. a giant bushy hair, like all passed out, just like sitting there with his head down, and she, and she, she pops around right, right like, next like, to him. Hey, buddy, it looks like the bus is late, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I don't think that would happen, but whatever. Uh, she st- and then she stands around, waits for a bit, waits for a bit. The maniac pops up behind her with a scalpel. She turns around, sees him, is like, "Yeah." And again, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Hey, what are, what are you doing?" And he's again, <laughs> full garb, full possible garb, full. eyes again. We're gonna see it every time, but eyes just look like they're about to pop out of his socket. Again, holding the scalpel, arm, arm. arm, arm, arm I wish, God, I wish he had the other. I would try just, just like just showing it to just her, waving it brown. And she's like, and she's like, like "What? What are you, what are you doing?" doing? And the yeah, the maniac waves a scalpel at her and then slices her down the face with it, which apparently is enough to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> one we just would not kill anybody. Yes, it would hurt. You would be severely cut. You would be like, but it's a slice down the face with a scalpel is not going to kill and anybody. She's screaming, down the bench, still just not, still out just cold. Still out cold. Uh, he then drags her body away right past the man, and as soon. As her feet are off out of frame, then the dude wakes up. And like, then I see oh. him. He looks like an orderly. He's got like a scrub top on also. And yeah. since they're close to the hospital, my guess is that like she knows this guy. They might ride the bus together. So then I'm like, oh, okay. He's just a, probably like another hospital employee. I kind of thought that too. Yeah, I it, it, like obvi- it, it, it is a scrub. Like a scrub it top. is a scrub top. Yeah, it was a scrub top. All right. Um, He's so, like, what? Where's huh? the bus? bus is still late again? Huh? And then the maniac pops up behind this dude and slits his throat with the scalpel. And the blood effects are fucking atrocious. I mean, the maniacs like slit half of the man's throat already before any blood is seen. <laughs> it's like they couldn't get the blood effect right. There's no right. like prosthetic. The, the blood's coming from the scalpel and not the man's neck. And it's like they couldn't get the, I guess, go out the little itty bitty tube in time because he's halfway across the neck before any blood starts coming should we, out. Should we do another take? <laughs> Should we do another take? Nope. Nope. We Fuck got it. thirty more to do this <laughs> night. We Fuck got, it. keep going, baby. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, that would be such an easy fix. It's like, yeah. oh, cut, cut, cut. The blood didn't come out. Wipe it off. Reset. Let's go. Yep. Easy. Easy. Super easy. Super easy. Do they do it's it? It's not like nope. a lot of dialogue is spoken. <laughs> he just goes, huh? It's like they had to reset like a big stunt or explosion right. thing. It's like a dude on a bench. Like you can do this like there's 10 no, times. There's no extras or anything. <laughs> Nothing. It's, anyways. Got to so, keep going, baby. <laughs> back at This has got to hit the video shelves <laughs> next month. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to Linda's house. Chris and Tracy are dancing around in their pajamas. Linda's watching TV. <laughs> Is that how girls dance? 
They're like embracing each other's arms, dancing back and forth. Like <laughs> it's so weird. It's bad, dude. They look like it's they're so from bad. Charlie Brown cartoons or yes! something. Yes, they yes. They do like Charlie, like the peanuts and, dances. And, and like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, this guy's never been with girls. <laughs> this guy's never been invited to a party. And I guess the girls haven't either, because you would think they're like, yeah, we. This isn't what happens. We don't dance like this. They're listening to fucking metal. You know, <laughs> they're like, they're metalheads. Yeah, yeah Curtis, they're like, they're like doing a peanuts dance, like. Again, like they look so happy, and then sticking them on lizards, sit on the couch, watching the TV. The smallest TV ever invented. Oh, it's so tiny. Her dad, six-inch screen. God. Her dad enters, turns down the stereo, again with all the charisma of a mushroom. You know, it's just I can't. I can, now I can see why you didn't hear me come in. All that loud rock music. And your mom's trying to get to sleep. Let's turn this down, girls. <sighs> okay, girls. <laughs> <laughs> a special news flash comes on the TV, which, like I said, is, it, it, at this point, it's just a slide. It's it's not even like you don't see a news reporter. Channel 4, desk. special alert. It's they just, can't afford cameras. Exactly. It <laughs> surely says, just says, Channel 4, special news flash. That's all you see. There's no report, nothing, just a stack image. And it's fun, funny about this is the slide is in color, but when you see them, it's a black and white TV. And they must have hired a person from the Lollipop Guild to read this because <laughs> it's like, special report, the killer on the loose. Oh, the, the woman reading it. I just, voice her voice is, is yeah. so, it, it sounds like a little person <laughs> from the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> Somebody just like suck a bunch of helium down before they yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, so the report talks about two bodies were found behind a bus stop near the hospital. The girls ask Dr. Sickler if he knows anything about this. He's like, nope. Probably just some shady character. And he does not seem to be concerned nope. at all. He's like, nope, just some shady character. If okay, I, good night, girls. And he leaves. <laughs> I've worked at a couple hospitals. <laughs> if I heard that a nurse and an orderly were murdered after I, like, just moments after I left work from the hospital, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, holy shit. Who died? Who got killed? I'd want to find out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I that's, that's so my too. hospital. There's, yeah. a, there's people have pride in that stuff. And he's like, whatever. Like, yeah, Probably some, some nutcase. Just some Jesus, shady person. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this guy is just gone. <laughs> like, I think he gave himself a lobotomy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe that's why he loves him so yeah. much. Doctor, we haven't been doing this since 1967. They're bliss. <laughs> You feel nothing. <laughs> no emotion. He's hitting from his own stash, man. He's getting to that lithium or something. Yeah, and the girls, he's not even trying to like, like console the girls. Like, nope, good night. I'm out of here. We'll leave you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, at this point, Chris wants to call the men folk over. Uh, so no, it was, let's wrestle up some men folk. Yeah. <laughs> let's wrestle up some men folk. The dialogue is so fucking Who strange. says that? Like, nobody talks. It's like, again, that's like old Western speak, but then there's like weird other outdated terms and, and work terminology. And, and there's like Southern modern- accents are there sometimes, and, and they're sometimes not. It's they're so not. It's weird. It's all over the place. It's so all over the place. Like, their accents come and go. Um, it seems like they were trying <laughs> not to use their normal Southern accents, but it would just creep in half the time. <laughs> Uh, while she's on the phone, one of the guys pops up behind her outside wearing like a monster mask or something like that. <laughs> Linda screams like, Wah! and rushes over to get Tracy in the kitchen. Uh, that's when t- the guys pop up in the kitchen window now, also wearing masks again. 
They laugh at their prank. Ha 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 ha. Good times. Uh, the guys and girls share one of the worst exchanges of dialogue ever put on film at this point. And I think they drop fag, homo, queer bait, all in the, like a span of 30 seconds, along with like 12 F-bombs. There's so many homophobic slurs in this movie. It blows my mind. I mean, it's... Like, I get the ladies, yeah, a lot of times, a lot, you know, we, we've seen a lot of this show. A lot of yeah. times, Amy, oh, fag, are you gay? Sure, but... You get once... Maybe twice. Right. There's like ten in this movie. In like twenty minutes, there's ten. And like like eight of them all come from Chris, our main character. Yeah. She, she drops like all of them. Holy God. She and so much swearing. So much swearing. I mean, there's a lot of swearing in this movie. Everyone's constantly I mean, it's it's just such juvenile writing. It's so juvenile. It's so crazy. But I guess again, maybe it's I hate to say, it, but South again. Maybe, maybe South is like really hating. I mean, not liking just gay. Being real, no, nope, thrown around fag like it's not like because it, movies like Teen Wolf. There was like they used to the f. They called it's like, hey man, if you're a fag, I can't help you. And that was like for impact. Yeah, you know, in other movies, it's like when they say fag or queer it has impact. This they use it so much, it's just like water rolling down a hill. You yeah. know, it's just kind. It's like, hey, let's just keep it going. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, anyway, the guys decide to leave to go get beer. And they're like, oh, well, we may come back later. So because the guys pulling up to the gas station in the Volkswagen thing again, they're drinking and driving, by the way. Yes. Um, they have a run-in with science here. And then they have another run with yeah, Dr. They, they, Sickler. They see science and like, science, hey, what's science. up, fag? You know, they're, <laughs> you're calling them homo and queer, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to something I found another thing I just... Back in the beginning, in the classroom scene, I found it laughable because they like, they call it, the guys like science, science, come here, science, come over here, and like and like show us your watch. Like, oh yeah, I got this super your, watch. Yeah, show and, us your fancy watch. And, and science goes, oh my super watch, because I have this so like synced in. It's timed perfectly with the bell of the school. Like they like, count down. Like it's like they act like this is the pinnacle yes. of technology yes. that he can sync his watch up with the school. And this is another thing that you're it's a I'm kinda glad you came and, back to this scene because when they're saying like they're kinda like teasing him a little but at the same time they're like have him sit down but and they're they cool seem, with it. It's yes. weird. It's a weird relationship because like haha he's a nerd guy and we tease you but it's like we still like you too. Yeah it's like they they weren't they went when they were teasing him they weren't teasing him too bad. They're no. just like get over here Get over here, numb nuts. You yeah, know yeah, that uh, kind of like stuff yeah. you'd say to your friends, you exactly. know. And then he was interacting with him as well. He's like, yeah, guys, check out my watch. Look, ten, nine, you know, and counts but, it down. And they were like, all right, school's over, high fives. You know, they didn't. They weren't like giving him a wedgie. No, none of that. Whatever. But then when they show they up, very bullying him either. It's more jokey, pow pow horseplay than like straight up bullying. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but my point about that scene is that I found life was one. The watch is so high tech. I can see it over the like. Okay, great. It seems to the school clock. Why not just look at the clock that is on the fucking wall that the camera <laughs> points us at? And we, when the camera starts count, when they start doing the countdown, we're not looking at his super watch. We're, we're looking, looking at, at the, the clock cam- on the wall. <laughs> Who fucking cares about his watch? Just look at the clock on the wall. That's a great point. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, that's just so dumb. Just show the watch. Just show the watch. That's all they're talking about is the watch. The super watch is synced up perfectly, but they show the clock. Dude, I wish they would have showed up just being a calculator watch. It was a calculator watch. It was a big black box on his watch. Still got one of those. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. But 
bring your parents back to the gas station. Yes, but this time they're a little more rock with them this time. Yeah. They than keep, when they were in school. Basically, they're just like, we're going to get chicks. You're going to go beat your meat. You're going to go jerk off. Hey, if you keep jerking off, yeah, we're going to talk about your dick yeah. all night long. All night, and you get they, hair on your hands. They, like, just, they, they just yeah. kept talking about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're obsessed with it. Yeah. Uh, so... And then after science leaves, then Dr. Sickler comes out and they have he has an exchange with the guys again. Oh, put you to sleep. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> I have to get orange juice. Uh, for yeah, my it's wife. The, uh, yeah, this is the orange juice scene, uh, where he talks about orange juice a lot. It's not quite as bad as hot soup from a muck train, but it's it's almost oh, it's I like love orange hot juice. Soup. <laughs> uh, my wife, on no specific terms, instructed me to get orange juice. <laughs> So I have to get orange juice from my wife. It's like, oh, just shoot me now. Stop talking. <laughs> we go back to the girls sitting around talking, drinking, writing. And the writing acting and then are just incredibly robotic in this. It's it just awful. Yeah, they keep telling Linda. It's like, we're going to get Scott over here. And Scott's going to fuck you. And you're going to get Scott. And Scott's going to make you uh, take your virginity. And, and like, we're going to get you drunk so like, you can guys, fuck Scott. come on now. I don't even know if I like him. And she's like, yeah, huh, you do. Like, I'm going to get you. No, you're not. It's <laughs> it's so fucking robotic. Unnatural. And it is so unnatural. Like, nobody speaks like this. It's like we've seen we've seen people write this a few times in like the the reviews when we get to five star reviews, but it's like it's like fucking alien. It's like body snatchers, man. It's like there's aliens just wearing human skin, trying to act as humans, <laughs> like they don't know how. Yeah. Or it's almost close, like again, kind of like Family Guy. Remember Family Guy? They had those two foreign guys who kind of spoke. Oh yeah. It's kind of like, like those, like they, like the foreigners. All right, man. We go to discotheque. We talk to girls, and yeah. then we can take them to go get milkshakes. All yeah, right. Yeah, it's something yeah. like, and it's not as, the English isn't as broken right. as that, but it's kind of like it's just the the, the, the unnatural. That little weird. hint is something's off. Yes, that's what you I'm can't at. quite put your finger on it, but something's way off. Yes, that's what I'm getting. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm. Fr- yes. Um. So. The girls decide to head upstairs to call the guys. The maniac pops up in the window right as Linda turns to walk away. Um, again, I, I, I want to comment on the... He just, he just always... He just pops as up. As soon as someone like turns their back, he's like, pop! pop. <laughs> just, and he's... It's not discreet. He's it's wearing not. like bright green <laughs> scrubs. Yeah. And this crazy like mask and hat. <laughs> and with his eyes as big as saucers. <laughs> It's it's so weird because it's, it's, it happens all throughout the movie. Anytime someone turns their back, he's like, "Pa!" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't we can't say enough. But like, it looks like he just like snorted meth through his pee hole. Like that's <laughs> like his eyes are like, "Pa!" <laughs> it's just so just injecting <laughs> it straight into his dick hole. Yeah. <laughs> what a like, what a maniac! A true maniac. A true maniac. Uh, anyway, the upstairs wallpaper, I'm going to comment on this too because it's crazy. Um, it's The wallpaper is so busy. Like, it's not that's bad wallpaper. It's bad interior design. It's uh, everywhere. It's everywhere. But it's like, it's the type of wallpaper you put in like a big grand, like a dining room or a big open room. Not like a, t- a nice, stairway. tiny little narrow stairwell in and a it's hallway. on each wall, on the ceiling, on the wall behind. I it, mean, it's... And it, it's this black and white and it's so busy. It, and so uh, crazy that it's both hypnotic 
and headache inducing at the same time. I was thinking like Funhouse style. Yeah. Like this is something you would you you would create to cause like, confusion. Black, yeah, it's black and white. If you spin around fast enough, you can get that little black and white hypnotic effect. You see yeah, cartoons you're gonna all fall over. Yeah. yeah, but it's like again, it's not bad wallpaper. It's just poorly placed, and I can't stop looking at it the whole time. It's it's not it's, the wallpaper steals the show. That's how bad these actors are. That the they get. Outshined by wallpaper. Although I did hear the sweet line of, hey, we're just going to keep giving Jack Daniels till you loosen up. If it, if, if it could get Scott into your pants. I'm like, Jesus. Is there like a bet they have? <laughs> Tracy and Chris have a bet. <laughs> Who can get Linda laid first? <laughs> Who can we are going to get her laid tonight. <laughs> It's like one of those like uh, office pools or something like that. Like yeah. this is like the last day yeah. of the pool. Like, if we don't get tonight, we're fucked. Right. We're out two hundred. We grand. don't care. Her parents are home and coming and going. <laughs> we're gonna get Scott over here. Got her fucked up on booze. We are getting her puss pounded tonight. We're winning that office pool. <laughs> that Sam Goody gift card is good as ours. <laughs> Tower music. Nice, nice eighties reference. Thank there. you. Uh, so anyway. Um, also, the bedrooms on this house—it's where like the ba- the first floor is fine, the hallways decorated, but like the bedrooms are the barest, like skimpiest. It looks like they're big rooms. They're big rooms, but there's there's the opposite. They're empty. There's like nothing on the walls. Yeah, there's there's there's. Well, well <laughs> at one point we will see the far wall of Linda's bedroom does have some stuff Has on. A- Way too much. Way too much. Like spread it out. Yeah, but like the, the majority, like three fourths of the time, the camera angles we always see in this room is this one wall that leads to like the bathroom, the closet door. Nothing there. Oh no, there's, there's something one there. Muppets poster. A there. Sesame Street poster. It's Muppets. Yeah, I guess it's well, Sesame, same thing. Like, but yeah, yeah it's Sesame Street. <laughs> which is weird. Sesame Street poster in at least a sixteen to eighteen year old girl. A girl room. who gets her, like who should be getting her puss pounded. Yes. <laughs> And she's got a poster for a five-year-old. It's and that's it. Like, and then the mom's room is even worse. Linda at least has like a queen-size bed. When we see the mom later, she's looking like she's sleeping like a fucking twin or something like that. And there's nothing in these bedrooms at all. It's just bare, hollow, empty void. It's it's weird. So, anyway, um. It just, I find it so weird because, like, it's a teen, no mean movies. You always see, like, a teen, sure. the teenage girls' room is cluttered with stuff. There's stuff everywhere. Especially this in like, the 80s. Especially the 80s. Because that was, the like, 80s, the age yeah. of the poster. Yes. You know, the like. The poster became the big thing. And also, like, the magazines you cut out, your heartthrob. Or yes. the band you like. Or a TV show. Or, you know, it was, it was the age of the yeah. poster. 17 like, magazine. Yeah. Tiger when or something. I like had that. it, when I was a kid in the 80s, dude, I had posters lining my walls you had posters lining your walls we had posters and, yep. and like all of my friends had posters out the ass too mm-hmm. and again these walls are just bare so anyway chris picks up the phone to call the guys which i'm going around this because this makes zero fucking sense too oh because- she she drops that line again let's rustle up those men she says it again <laughs> she says it twice but it makes zero sense because they know the guys aren't even home. They just saw them downstairs in the kitchen window, and the guy said, hey, we're, we're going out for beer. We'll be back. So why are they calling the guys? Who are they calling? There's no – Dude, she's, she's calling up the men wrestling service. I, I, I guess. Like, I, hi, I'll take three dickheads. <laughs> Can you send like, yeah, them over quick? Like an escort service? Right. Like, I just need some dudes. I don't care who. Just send some dick over it's, here it's, now. It's, it's the men wrestling like, service. But it's crazy. And then as soon as Chris picks up the phone, 
a ladder appears outside the open bedroom window. Which, by the way, it seems like every window in this house is always open all the time. Tommy pops up wearing that mask again. Uh, they help him in. He makes a dick joke, which I actually thought was kind of funny. It, it's sad. I thought this was funny, but it's like the best thing in the movie, which it's still bad. Well, it's because it was actually delivered okay. Yeah, because they're trying to pull him in through the, op- the open window, and he gets kind of stuck. He's like, like, oh, that. if your ass wasn't so big, we'd get you in. He's like, <laughs> it's not my ass. And they're like, oh, he's making a big dick joke. Okay, it's yeah. funny. I get it. Uh, so, but then we fast cut to the exterior shot. And now we see the maniac standing below Chris. He reaches up and tries to slice Chris with his scalpel, but misses as Chris is pulled inside. But the problem with this shot is, it look, one, it looks, looks so bad, so horrible, because you can tell that the maniac had ample time to grab Chris and slice him. But he was, it's like he was waiting for the director to yell action, yeah. and they just turned yeah. the camera on too soon. They start recording too soon. That's because he's just standing there like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Oh, oh, there he goes. Oh, 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 it's the damnedest thing. Like who, what? Again, the editing knock off like a half a second of that shot, a 20th of a second or something. I don't know, but it's so, what were they thinking? Leaving that in there. Really bad. It's so bad. He's bad at being a maniac. Um, so everyone then leaves the bedroom. But Linda comes back and then goes into the, the attached bathroom. And then with the camera cans over, pans over, we see the maniac climbing up the ladder. We then see Chris and Tommy heading upstairs. They pass Linda in the hallway, who I guess is done pissing or whatever she did. Uh, Chris and Tammy go into Linda's bedroom to make out. Uh, then Chris goes into the bathroom, tells Tommy to take off his shirt. And we get a quick shot of Billy now sneaking in the front door. Uh, he's just straight up and breaking yeah, and entering. He, he, he really is at this point. He just, he's well, I guess not breaking, but he's just he's straight up intruding. Home invasion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's home invasion. Yeah. Um, at least the girls let one guy in. This guy's just like, I'm coming in. I'm coming Fuck in. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we cut to Chris taking a shower. No nudity is seen. Yeah, this is a weird scene because uh, they show her taking a shower. And I'm like, okay, this is where we get the boob shot. And yeah. she seems she's the. She's all about getting laid and having sex and getting her friends laid and everything. Yeah. So, and then it's like, okay, here comes the boob shot. And they're showing like a first person view coming at, the, well, or is th- that that's later? One of, no, 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 no. That's yeah, here. But they, it's one of the many camera angles. We, we get a camera yeah. angle uh, in the shower, like kind of above her. Uh, it's like so three, long. Four. It's, yeah. This shower scene is way too long for, for no movie, payoff. For no payoff. None. The close thing to new you get is you get the, uh, the through the blurry the blurry shower yeah. curtain nudity. through a blurry shower curtain and I'm like ah, I'm, I'm, it felt like it was a first person view and I'm thinking okay it's the killer yeah he's gonna pull of... the shower curtain aside nope it comes all the way up and then goes all oh, the way back they make you think that yeah I thought something okay it's like so the killer I'm guessing like because yeah I guess okay like, so the killer walks we've already into established the he's got supernatural powers yeah he walks <laughs> into the bathroom walks up to the shower and then backs away and closes the door. But if that's the case, then how did Tommy yeah, not see who's laying Tommy? right there on the yeah. bed? It's like so, he, nothing so, makes sense here. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably not – if it is, he's the killer's invisible now. Who knows? Um, so anyway, we, we, we go back to Tommy who's laying down on the bed, and he pretty much instantly gets, gets his throat slit by the maniac – 
who would have had to have been standing right next to the bed and clearly visible to make this work. We've already talked about how the bed is so, uh, the bedroom is so vacant of Vague object. Of it's just like yeah. a bed. Yeah. And like one night and like stand. a nightstand. Yeah. And obviously, you know, he's laying on the bed and the killer would be, have to come in through the window, climb up the ladder, well, we, we always saw through the come window, in, come up in, yeah. and, and walk over to him and without him noticing at all. And he clearly would. His eyes, it's not like he's asleep. His eyes are open no, all the he's time. about to get fucked. Yeah. He's excited. He's ex- exactly. He's pumped. He took his shirt off. He, woo, yeah. he's ready to go. Yeah, he is. And the curious like he just walks up, slits the guy's throat, and, like, just, and it's right. like once his scalpel touches his neck, he's like, <gasps> just frozen, <laughs> just freezes, Paralyzed You see, him him. just yeah, just stops. <laughs> um, so and the shower scene then continues to go on through all this. It's dragging on and on. Chris finally gets out. She finds Tommy, and the bed's comforter are gone. She looks around for him, calls like, him Tommy. queer bait a lot. Yeah, like, yeah the closet queer bait. And, uh, yeah, she opens the closet. She, like, looks under the bed, like, where are you? And then she opens the closet door. She's like, where are you at? You know, and she's she's like, get out of there. And he's not in there, not in so there. she walks away. Uh, and this is where I had in my notes. There was a lot of homo fag and faggot. Oh, queer. This is where I put it in my notes. But, yeah, we've already covered that. Um, so, yeah, Chris leaves the bedroom. And that's when, after she leaves, Tommy's body falls down from the closet, wrapped up in the comforter. As the cat walks out. As the cat walks out. And <laughs> the cat's like, there. gotcha! Yeah. <laughs> um, that cat is the murderer. God. That would make this movie so... If the cat was the killer, I'd love it so much more. Oh, this yeah. Movie. That would have been... Sure. Would, have been, yeah. And it was, it was so funny because it's like... They ruined the reveal. It's like, oh, don't she left? Oh, we she missed it. You know, the body <laughs> falls down. It's like, ah, okay, everybody, back, back to, to one. one. <laughs> nope, keep going. We'll, nope, keep going. We we'll, gotta, we'll fix this somehow. Keep going. We gotta put this movie on the shelf at Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, so at this point, the girls are back downstairs watching TV. Tracy now gets up and she leaves to go upstairs where she gets grabbed by Billy, who is now somehow upstairs already, waiting for her. Like, huh? And this is I, a, I, this is something else. This is supposed to be a party. Yes, they're okay. supposed to be partying, and they just keep. I wanted. To, I was gonna, sitting around Thank with you. their like. I wanted to bring this up. I was gonna try to bring this up when we got through all this, but we're gonna talk. We'll talk about it fucking now. Are they wearing pants? Yes. I can't tell. The, Linda. They're wearing is, either the shorty shorts. Linda is wearing short shorts. Tracy, I think, is wearing pants, and Chris is wearing very, very short shorts underneath her baggy LSU football yeah. jersey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Let's talk about this. It's a, a slumber party. There's zero party going. They're like, our summer of party. They're like, oh, our summer of awesomeness. We're going to party all summer. It's to start tonight. They drank a little. Nothing. They had like a little bit to drink. Put they, it away. Then they talked about smoking they weed. They talk about. Chris Never talks about do. smoking weed. They don't. They listen to music for five seconds like, and then they just lay around on the yes, couch they lay around watching tv the rest of like the going i'm tired I'm yeah tired. I'm just, going and just, and I'm just tired. bitching yes this is there's no party here this is the worst slumber party ever <laughs> it's not even a party it's like like there's no parties like they might as well just said hey guys let's just go sleep at linda's tonight exactly because we're not partying there's we're no not party. doing anything we're just gonna go sleep over at her house <laughs> I can't wait, these girls are like 18 at that point they're a little old for slumber parties anyway but i'm like I was like, no, I think I'm going to stay in my bed. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll see you guys in the morning yeah, or I can, something. I can jump around like an idiot to hair metal by myself. <laughs> yeah, there's zero party. <laughs> it, it, it's the worst. 
So, uh, yeah, say Tracy goes upstairs, gets grabbed by Bill. They go into Linda's bedroom now, and they get on the bed. They start making out. I did kind of like this shot, and this is one of the only shots I liked in the, the whole movie. Are we talking about the hallway or the one we're on the bed? No, when they come into the room. So they're coming into the room, oh, and, the, okay. and the, yes. the closet door is open, and you can see Tommy's dead body yes. hanging upside down. But when they come crashing through, the girl hits the closet door and it slams closed before you can, can see she it. can see it. Yes. and I kind of like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'll give you, the, I'll give him that. that. I agree. That was, uh, that was well done. Was a good shot. Uh, anyway, the maniac pops up behind them, still bug eyed, and he's moving yeah. his head around. All, <laughs> yeah. like, all they're, they're making out of the bed, and he just pops up like, oh yeah. He's, he pops that's up on right. the other side of the bed behind them. So it's like put... he was laying on the floor yeah. next to the bed, just waiting for him to. Be... <laughs> where, are gonna, up. <laughs> where are you gonna put that finger, buddy? Oh, I know yeah. he's all bug. He's like, and his head just moving back and he's forth. He's like, right there, weird. and you know that weird sixth sense feeling. Yeah. Oh, you, you get were totally. You're yeah. there's like, what the? F- is there someone else in here? And like, because he's right fucking there, <laughs> he's like two feet from them, if that. And there's like, whatever. There's making out. His eyes are so wide open; they look like they should be making noise. Yeah. His eyes should be going. Ah! <laughs> his eyes should be screaming. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, he just watches them make out until Tracy gets up to go to the bathroom. That's when the maniac lowers himself out of view. Um. Billy pulls out a beer, which sprays all over him when he opens what is, it. What is she going to do? I don't know. It's just an ex- like everybody goes to the bathroom all the time in this movie. <laughs> Gotta take a shit. Like, they, they don't know how else to separate these people. Like everybody's going to the bathroom. That's I, like the excuse to get somebody alone. Like I gotta go to the bathroom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like I'm gonna take a shower. Oh, okay. okay. I'm gonna go take a dump. Like okay. Like nor you shower after the sex. Right. Who showers before the sex? I know. Really? Especially you're... in high school. Like you're like nope. Let's get. We're doing this yes. now. Then yes. you take the shower. So like, the girls like. Yeah, that made zero sense. And now the girl's in the middle of making it. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Like, what's happening? So anyway, Billy pulls that bear, opens it, sprays them all over. He gets up, goes over to the window. For some dumbass reason, he just throws his beer out the window. I'm like, this doesn't make... Okay, this this, this might be one of the most unbelievable things. I teenagers, the same thing. Teenagers worship beer. Yes. And these guys are beer maniacs. Yes. So they open up a beer. He's like, oh, I spilled some. And then he's, he's like, for, no, for who knows what fucking reason he takes his shirt off. Oh, God, yes. Tries to bring that. But before he, like, chucks a full beer out a the window. Full beer, it's a perfectly good beer. <laughs> he doesn't, like. Full beer. Then again, he doesn't have anything to set it down on. <laughs> there's no table. There's no desk. There's nothing in there. That's true. He's like, can't you fuck this beer? Fuck it. And he rings out his shirt. That's the next thing. Like, he, he's acting like he got a bucket of beer pour, poured over him. And it was just a little, like, you know, you shake up a, you know, you shake a can over, oh, psh, okay, I got a little, he's wringing his shirt out the window, like, it's just gonna, like. Yeah, he's wringing it out by the ladder, and he looks down, he's like, oh, hey, man, what are you doing here? I yeah, didn't know you were coming. I do, but I, I do like the fact that, um, he pulls out another beer, he throws the one way, yeah. he pulls out, he is like, this is back in the day, like, you know, the six-pack rings, those plastic rings. Oh, yeah. So he had, apparently he had two beers on the six-pack. And he has the six, the rings of a six pack like tucked into, into his, his back duck, in, in, into his belt line or his waist <laughs> yeah. pocket, so they're just like dangling there off his waist like keychain. Utility beers. Yeah, exactly. Utility <laughs> beers. He just pops next. I did like that idea. Yeah. But yes, he looks. He throws the beer out and looks down. And he's like, "Oh, hey man, how's it going? Uh, uh, I haven't seen you. On, uh, I didn't know it was you. Drinkable beer. I didn't know you were coming here. Um, yeah. And he sees uh, Billy's. Uh, uh, no one told me you're here. Come on in for Christ's sake. Uh, and then we cut to a close up of the torso 
of the man he's talking to, he's wearing scrubs. So and, like, and he's got a pocket protector. Yeah. And it's it's and no undershirt. It's pretty clear it's yeah. science. And he pulls and the man pulls out a long scalpel from his check pocket. Ever, pocket. ever so slowly so and slow. ever so delicately. Yes. And like I said, it's also his chest his that front pocket is filled with pens and pencils. Uh Billy continues saying, Hey, come on, man, what are you doing? The man in the scrubs raises his hand, slices Billy's across the face with the scalpel. Again, freezing Billy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Cut to the bed where the maniac has popped his head up again, like, still looking huh? like, huh? <laughs> like it's it's almost something like like a uh, laughing or something. If you know, he's like, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I, I, sock it to me. Sock it to me, baby. <laughs> like it's the. It's almost comical. It is comical. It is comical. It's what the fuck? Because the maniac looks over like, hey, that's my job. Yeah, it's almost, that's kind of like what he is. What are you doing cutting (laughs) in on my kills? And then we cut to Tracy in the bathroom going through pill bottles for some reason. Sure. Uh, And then we go back to Billy. She get doped up. Hold on. Before I fuck, I want to get high. (laughs) We go back to Billy who's just standing there with blood running down his face. And then he just... Falls Col- out of frame. Just collapses. Just collapses. Um, oh, shit. I got it. Okay. Um, meanwhile, Chris and Linda are downstairs uh, watching the tiny black and white TV. Bitching. <laughs> bitching and moaning. moaning. Yeah. And then we go right back to the bedroom where you clearly, at this point, you clearly see it's science. Yeah. Dumping Billy's body out the window. So, yeah, you look over and you see it's, it's science. Yeah. So, science has now come into their house and kill strip home invasion one of the bullies so one now we got we have two maniac murderers with yes. scalpels Six scalpels and can i also say i'm ne- I, i'm sure they exist obviously they in this movie but the scalpel they use at least science uses is like the longest scalpel i've ever seen like most scalpels i see are maybe the size of a pen or a pencil this it thing is, is like the extra like the king size if you will it's, it's a big it's, it's big. a big handle it's a real big handle but yeah uh, the blade's the same size, but it's got that this very long handle. Um, so, yeah, so science dumps his body out the window. And then we go to another close-up of the maniac's face. Kind of going, huh, huh. that's <laughs> okay. a good idea. But, again, eyes still bugged yeah, out of his head. It looks like he's, like, taking notes. He's like, okay, dump the body. <laughs> oh, right, okay. And then we go right back to Chris and Linda, who hear Tracy scream. They run upstairs. They find Tracy standing by the window holding a bloody scalpel. And the girls just chalk it up to a prank by the boys and leave. Yeah, and dude, that's southern charm. I don't know how much more of this fucking shit I can take of this motherfucker's pranking. I'm like, holy God. <laughs> Classy ladies down here. Classy. Yeah. And they so they just drop the scalpel on the floor and they leave. Out in the hallway, Linda's mother shows up, tells them to go to bed. Um, yeah, she, she's like... Storm, like they're all standing around. All three of them are standing there, yeah. and she's like storms into all three of them, and then stands next to him. Like, what are you doing, girls? <laughs> and she looks just about the same age. Yeah, she's a very young mom. She's a very young mom. She looks like she just. She, she this is like I got pregnant at sixteen in the nineteen fifties or thirteen. Jeez, yeah. my god. Um. So yeah. Uh, where were it? Uh. Anyway, Linda, in the bedroom, we see the bloody scalpel get picked up and then immediately put right back down as Linda walks into the room. So, again, no way that Linda does not see Where wherever it is. Where does this guy is. go? I guess he just turns invisible <laughs> because she walks in and he's, like, directly in front of her. 
line sight, no way to miss this guy. She walks but up. It's, to but it's but it's a low shot, so all you see is like the the hand. the hand, and then you see her her coming into frame, and it's like her feet. Yeah, and so whether it's science or the maniac, either way, it doesn't matter who. We don't know. Yeah, whoever it was should have been clearly seen. No problem. She picks up the scalpel, drops it out the window. Yeah, she just tosses out the window. Like, why would you toss it so, out the window under your front lawn or uh, on like the sidewalk or something? So, you on? Like just throw it away outside the house. Oh, wait, they might have, have a trash can in a room because there's nothing in there. <laughs> We have a beer that was thrown out there, <laughs> yeah. a body that was thrown a out body, there, a beer and now a scalpel. scalpel. <laughs> all in the, like, hanging out in the front lawn. And this is a suburb. Like, nobody sees this. Right, like, all, <laughs> all in, like, a five-minute span. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing all kinds of shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, medieval times you're throwing your bucket of shit out the street, <laughs> throwing dead, your dead, dead you died for the plague out there. Just throw it all out there. Scalpel, guys. <laughs> so, um... And then we cut to another closing, uh, a close like zooming shot of the maniac on the other side of the bed. Um, he's breathing all heavy. And he's all bug eyed. Yeah. He's he's really breathing this time. Yeah. <sighs> it's like they're trying again, like they're ripping off Halloween when you saw like Michael Myers. You hear him breathing. So yeah. Mad. It's like they're trying to rip that off again. Um, and next we get like the is like a wavy Scooby Doo shot of an old clock. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and then we go to Chris waking up the next morning on the couch. She looks over, sees the front door open. It's daytime. Yeah, it's daytime. It's next morning. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, she slept downstairs because that's the last time we saw her. Was, yeah. And the mom's like, everyone go to bed. So, all right, next morning. Yeah. I'm like, well, that slumber party's over. Yeah, slumber party's over. Uh, she goes to the door, spends several moments looking out the front door. Absolutely <laughs> oh nothing. God. It's like, why are we standing on this? She stands there. For like thirty seconds, she just, just looks bored, looking bored out of her mind. I like, don't blame her. She's looks like, left, looks right, looks down looks for a down, while. Picks up the paper, looks looks back looks outside, at it. looks around, and like why are we <laughs> staring on this for so long? There's a lot of those scenes in this movie too. There are, but it's like why are we it's like holy shit? It's staying off for too long. Um, next, we watch her stick her head out a random wim- window. And we hear an echoey, disembodied voice say things like, come upstairs. Yeah. We're having a party. Come, come on, go, Chris. Go, come come on, upstairs. Go, 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 go. And then we see Scott sneaking through the window as soon as Chris turns and walks away yeah. from it. So, again, I'm thinking, okay, now here's Scott. Yeah, here's Scott. Uh, a little late to the party. Yeah. It's the next morning. It's the next morning, pal. Chris goes upstairs, bumps into Tommy. They hug. Then Tommy seems to just throw Chris down the stairs. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, Sums up because Sums we've up. seen Tommy get killed. Yeah, and I thought he stabbed her in the back. No, he just throws her down the stairs. Oh. Then Billy shows up again. Chris, quote unquote, rolls down the stairs, which is again, there's no stunt work, so she's just kind of like, no, she definitely got stabbed in the back because her back's no, all no, bloody. No, yes, not, not yet. She was sorry. She got no, stabbed by she him. She did not she got get stabbed, stabbed twice. By. She does not. She I will bet you down. money. I'm not watching this movie. Ah! But she is not getting stabbed. I like how you stop for a minute and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> that means I have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. He, she was stabbed. I've already watched it twice. I'm not watching it again. I also third watched time. it twice. That's why I'm like, I know she was stabbed. No. Anyway. Anyway, so she rolls downstairs. Chris looks up and over and sees Linda and Tracy stand there looking like blood-covered zombies. Yeah, they look all zombified like, and they're going... Chris, yeah, help they us, raise Chris. Their arms are like, us, like Chris. the mummy walk yeah, of Frankenstein. The old Frankenstein. Like, and you oh. hear the the you know them saying, "Help us, Chris! Help us, Chris!" But they're not moving their lips. No, it's all disembodied yeah. voices. 
she runs between them like she's like a running back running through the line. Like she doesn't like run around them or away from them. She runs right through them. She does have a football jersey on. She does. And then back over to the window where Scott came in through. The window shuts right as she gets to it. More disembodied voices say Chris, Chris, Chris over and over again. She rushes over to some other window, which is also open. Like I said, seriously, every window every is window's open. Every window in the house is open. Uh, Chris tries to escape through the window, but gets grabbed by Scott, who is now back outside, even though we just saw him <laughs> enter the building. Chris gets away, runs right into the open arms of Linda's mother. The mom and Chris hug. Gives her a hug, like a sweet embrace. Yes. And then the mother stabs Chris in the back with a large kitchen knife. Butcher knife, knife yeah. That's where she gets stabbed. She got stabbed early. She got stabbed twice. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. All right, no. I'll show you. <laughs> uh, anyway, we cross fade back to the old clock, which reads three o'clock now. Chris wakes up again on the couch. The phone rings. No one's there. She goes upstairs, wakes up Tracy and Linda, who are sleeping in Linda's bed, saying, okay, which homo is calling on the phone? <laughs> Chris ends up going to the bathroom where now there's not just one, but two, two phones, phones sitting on the bathroom counter. This is the bathroom sink counter. Like, two and, and, phones? And Chris goes to answer the phone. And like when she went, to, when she was answering the phone downstairs, it's like she's like, I don't need to put up with this shit. Yeah. God damn, this isn't her house. It's not. This isn't her house. I know. She's like, I need a volume. These motherfuckers <laughs> keep calling. I'm like, God damn. Damn, she's pissed. She's like so when irritated. Like 14, I'd, I'd sleep over at your house. Like, if I'm answering your phone. I'm like, and, fuck you, guys. Fuck you. And be so irritated that people are calling my parents' house. She's so pissed off. And then she does. She goes up the stairs in the bathroom. There's and it's two just two. Phones. But they're like desk phones. They are, they're, it's not like wall phones on the wall. They, they are the old... Punch button. One might be a rotary phone. Yeah. But they're sitting. They're, they're like, they're like, we should be on a desk. Yes, desk phone. And they're on the count, like, on the sink. <laughs> they're on the sink <laughs> vanity. On the vanity. And it's like, they're so big and awkward. How, where are they coming from? Seriously, how long are those phone cords that drag them all the way to the bathroom? How many? Is that just one? Okay, maybe there's one in Linda's room. And sure. she took that into the bathroom. Yeah. Fine. But where the fuck's the second one coming from? It's so <laughs> weird. And how long is that phone cord? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have two phones in the bathroom? Two separate lines. <laughs> Not just two phones, two separate two lines. Separate lines. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one of the two phones rings. She answers it again like it's her house. She, uh, and she thinks it's one of the guys messing with them, but turns out it's Linda's dad. Um Nothing comes from this scene. Chris Except and Tracy, she does drop the Shelly Hack line, which I never heard of. Yeah. Like, who do you think it is? Shelly Hack? I'm like, I have no idea who that is. I, okay, I think it's supposed to be them trying to, like, just, like, show that they're, they're like, Shelly Hack some some other student at this school nope, that we never I looked meet. it up. Uh, she was in uh, one season of Charlie's Angels. Oh. All right. Then that is yeah. what I thought it was just, like. It was, like, the like, most obscure like person to drop. Yeah. Like it's That's so strange. Really weird. Yeah, I'm like, okay, who's Shelly Hack? It seemed to be like someone like I totally thought it was like it was just so some I, other I kid looked it up school. and I'm like, Shelly Hack. One season, like the last season, like <laughs> from seventy nine to eighty. You know, and I'm like, and that's all she really did. Wow. And I'm like, that's 
weird. That is weird. That's, that's really weird. Really strange. That's like uh, when we did Terra Bloodfart Lake and they dropped that one like racist comedian guy's name and we'd like who the fuck is this guy yeah. i don't know uh anyway but yeah that's really strange i i didn't even, i didn't look that name up that's kind of fun it's cool you did um anyway the camera pans across linda's arm so um Tr- chris and tracy now they both go back downstairs linda gets back in bed she goes tries to go back to sleep the camera pans across linda's arm over to her hand which is like hanging off the side of the bed and laying on the floor next to the bed is science who pulls out the scalpel from his shirt pocket. Linda rolls over. Science stands up. And again, we see him pull the scalpel out of his shirt pocket. Again. Again. So not once, but twice he does this. Uh, even though, like I said, just two seconds ago, <laughs> they clearly show him doing it. Um, Science is standing over Linda. Then we see the maniac pop up behind Science, all bug-eyed as usual, and slits Science's throat. This house ain't what? big enough for the two of us. Apparently <laughs> it is not. Only one maniac's killing it here, motherfucker. But look, again, can we stop and think about how this spatially would work? The, that would mean the <laughs> maniac would have to have been like, basically, Science would have been like laying on top of the maniac. Or like shoulder to shoulder with him, because when science gets up, the maniac gets up right, right behind, behind him. him, and all is between. It's the bed, a little bit of floor where science is, and then a wall. There's no closet on that wall either. I it's never just even wall. thought about that. You're totally right. Where does he come from? Like science of the maniac must have been like, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you mind, you mind if I get this one first? Well, I kind of wanted it. Well, I'm gonna get it first, and then once he gets up, he's a like, motherfucker. Okay, no. I said no. <laughs> That's had to be what happened because there's no, it makes zero sense. It doesn't. And science is tall. They're both tall guys. Science is really tall. He's t- they're yeah, both, they're tall. both tall guys. Yeah. Science is taller, but they're both tall people. Uh, so they're not small men. They are not. Anyway, science is dead. He's got his throat slit. The maniac then just leans over Linda, looking down at her with his bug eyes, moving his head around all weird. Yeah, and it's here's your ample opportunity to and kill her. And this is her. where I noticed the sweet Burt Reynolds poster in the background because oh, I'm so yeah. bored. I, I'm just like looking around the room. And I everything saw else. a Bee Gees one too. That comes yeah. later. I, I was gonna come on to later because later the it's like they replaced Burt Reynolds with the Bee Gees poster because <laughs> if you look, it's on that same wall. But when you come and see the Bee Gees poster, the Burt Rounds poster is gone, and the Bee Gees are up. It's weird. I didn't pay that much attention to I it. I was so bored. I was like, I was looking around at everything <laughs> in the background. I was, I was, yeah. Um, downstairs, Tracy and Chris talk about the guys. The guys' car is still being parked out front. They just want to go to bed because again, this party's fucking lame. Yeah, it's not a party. she just woke everybody up. Yeah, and said, "Come on, bitches, let's party." And then they had that scene where they got science killed, and like. Fuck this part, I'm going to bed. Yeah. It's like, you like, just woke us up, bitch. Wake up. Let's go to bed. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Tracy gets up, goes upstairs to Linda's room, gets in bed next to who she thinks is Linda. Tracy gets upset with Linda for leaving the bathroom light on because that's what's keeping her up. Not the fucking lamp on the nightstand right next to her. <laughs> I know. It's like, like what? The, the light is fully lit up. The, fully room, lit. the room is fully lit up. Fully lit. And she's like, hey, you left the light on the bathroom. bathroom. And then she starts bitching. Why is she going to turn it no, out? Oh, God. God. I have to get to turn the bathroom. The whole, light, the whole room <laughs> is lit. Bitch, the, the lamp next to you is lighting, lighting the room, not the bathroom. <laughs> turn the lamp off. I'm like, why are you yelling about the bathroom light? So she gets out of bed. Oh, Tracy rolls over, pulls the sheet back to see Science's dead body. 
Tracy gets out of bed, backs away, but backs right up into the maniac again, who I guess is just standing in the middle of this empty room that nobody sees. He grabs her freeze frame. Yeah, again, she freezes. Oh, and she like looks right in the camera. Yeah, she does. She's, She's like right hey, at the camera, right to the camera, and then it's like and they hold on to that shot just like three seconds too long. Yeah. It should be like a huh, and then cut, but it's like ah. Well, like I said, it's a freeze cut, frame. You know? It's a freeze frame. <laughs> it's like, but it's so I mean, weird. It is. So, it, it's crazy. And then we cut to Linda's mom asleep in her bed. She wakes up to the uh, uh, phone ringing. Again, it's Dr. Sickler and her husband saying that, hey, I'm still at the hospital. And one of the first things she asks about, orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> yep. When are you bringing me the orange, orange juice? juice. <laughs> Bitch, you're sound asleep. You don't need your orange juice. <laughs> oh, like, what? Oh, oh. Like, you'll be there in the morning when you wake up. Calm down. (laughs) So funny. It's so weird. And they talk, but again, it's just useless and boring. This whole scene of her in the bed talking to Sickler on the phone is pointless and just a waste. I I have to stay further at the hospital. There is an emergency going on. One of the nurses was killed. And she's like, oh, pretty nurses got killed, huh? You gonna bring me my orange juice? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I'll bring your orange juice in the morning. Okay, well, have a safe night. You too, honey. Bye. She hangs up. <laughs> kind of how it goes. It is. It really is. She gets up, heads, uh, heads like to the stairs, and shouts down to Chris to check on check the back doors. Lock. Make the back doors locked. There's some guy killing people, and there's no orange juice in the house. Check the door. <laughs> It's an emergency. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the mother then checks on Linda. Who she opens the door to Linda's room, looks and sees two people sleeping under the sheets. She's like, "Oh, two peas in the pod." Closes the door. <laughs> Behind the door is the maniac holding the scalpel. He's waiting, waiting to ambush. But she does. She never enters the room. No one checks people nope. in beds. No, nope. no doctors, no friends, no moms. Everyone's just like, yep, everything's fine. I, I, I get the Bloody mom. sheets, I, I kind of understand cool. the mom. Like, okay. Yeah, okay, not, okay. I get yeah. that one, but still, the doctor is unforgivable. <laughs> but yeah, that's twice now. It's like, this has basically happened in this movie. Um, so that's when Chris, uh, we cut to Chris looking out the back door and seeing Tommy's car. Uh, the back door is actually more of a side door. Uh, she goes outside, calling out for Tommy and Billy. Calls him a faggot again, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's when we see Scott now sneak behind her and go inside. He sneaks in the door behind her. Chris turns to go back inside. The door closes by itself. When Chris goes to open it, Linda pops up on the other side. Chris kind of forces, has to force the door open, saying to, saying to Linda, you scared the hell out of me. Linda falls into Chris's arms dead. Her back covered in blood. Chris lowers Linda's body to the floor. And what she does next makes zero sense to me if you think so, about it. So she comes in. She comes in. And Chris is stabbed. And, yep. and falls. No, Linda's Linda, stabbed. Pardon me. Linda yeah. falls into Chris's arms. And instead of screaming and yelling and yep. freaking out. And freaking help, out. help. Again, this is where I'm talking about like fucking aliens and robots, man. Because, okay, first of all, she doesn't see anything. She closes the door and stands there looking out the window in the door. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The killer is obviously inside the house because you said your dead friend come up to you from in the house. Is 
bonkers. Why is she looking behind her outside where she just came from? She should be running out that fucking door to the neighbor's house to get help. Screaming, not standing yelling. in the window looking where the killer obviously is not. The killer is in the house. You should be not in the house. But she decides to go for a leisurely stroll. Yes. she A leisurely stroll. Leisurely stroll. Leisurely stroll through the house. She goes looking into again, the kitchen. Kind of bored. Kind of high maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Just kind of. She might be on lithium mm, too. She's out. She's maybe yeah. on something. Maybe she, she took a handful of volume. Who knows? Yes. She goes to the kitchen to use the phone, but we see the maniac and we see the maniac behind her, uh, you know, in the doorway or something. Yeah, she checks the phone. Yeah. She checks the phone. The she, line's been cut. Has it? Yeah. Well, guess what? There's at least two other fucking two, lines two in the house. There's two in the bathroom. You know, two <laughs> in the bathroom. God. Yeah, it's not. They didn't cut the cord from the phone to the wall. They cut the cord that from the phone receiver to like the phone itself well there's more phones there's there's plenty plenty more phones phones. so anyway chris turns walks away and again she walks right past where the maniac should be and would be standing she would clearly fucking see him and she's walking so so slowly and with 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 no like like not even like like looking around just like she's acting like dr sickler like she's like nothing's happened. Her friends aren't. She didn't just find her friends no. murdered in nope. her arm, and died she's in her just, arms. She's not calling out anybody's name. Nope. She's not. She's just like <sighs> just walking slowly to the house. So she goes upstairs to Linda's bedroom. She pulls back the sheet and finds Tracy dead with her throat slit. Now again, doesn't scream. Does not. Scream. Just kind of goes. Huh. Oh. This is where I know it's the Burt <laughs> Reynolds poster has been changed. The Bee Gees poster. Ah. Okay. She hears a noise coming from the open closet behind her. Chris goes over to her saying, who's there? Hello? Hello? Please? Who's there? Hello? Please? Hello? It's so unnatural. You found two of your dead friends and you hear a noise in the closet. You're like opening it up, going in there saying, please, who is it? Tommy's body falls into view again. Act two. They're upside down by the comforter. I can thank you. Cause I, so that means that ma- at some point, the maniac would have had to go back into the closet, reposition Reset. Tommy's body just so he could have it fall down a second time. A second time. He reset his own booby trap. He's like, <laughs> it didn't work the first time. I got to scare this bitch. She has she, one for her one friend. Didn't scream. Second friend's dead. Didn't, didn't scream. scream. Something's got to get this bitch scared. <laughs> All right, that's it. Come on, Tommy, you dumb fuck. We're good setting you back We're up. Setting you back up. He resets the body. And when finally, when she gets close enough, boom, he falls and all again. she gets is a muffled. She's kind of like, ah! <laughs> and scatters away. And that's it. And yeah, it scatters away. And then we see the maniac come out, out of the behind closet. the closet. <laughs> he was like hiding behind the clothes. He's just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like fist pumps. Yeah. Got her. <laughs> and again, they, they're ripping off Halloween because he stands and looks at Tommy's dead body. Like Michael Myers would kind of stand there and like appreciate his work or something he like that. He cocks his head he all weird. He cocks his head really weird and looks at Tommy's body. And then he goes after Chris. Chris enters the mother's bedroom with all the urgency of watching paint dry. <laughs> She enters the attached bathroom of the mother's room where she hears the shower running, but there's no one there. Yeah, just the shower, shower is just, it sounds like the shower is just dumping gallons and gallons yeah. of water. It's like one of the most high pressured showers I've ever heard. And then popping up behind Chris is the mother holding her bloody neck. The mom grabs Chris by the shoulder. Chris spins Caesar, still offering zero reaction to seeing the blood-covered dying mother. 
Chris just pretty much walks, walks, past, her. walks past her without saying anything or and, trying to and, help. And the mother doesn't, like, fall to the doesn't. ground. The mother just, like, turns her head and, looks. and watches her walk away. <laughs> the mother's not crumbling to the ground or gasping. The mom's just like, hey, look, I got your fucking bloody throat. Hey, where are you going? Come back. Yeah, the mom doesn't say anything or even make a single sound for that marriage. Doesn't she just turns gurgle. her head and watches Chris leaves doesn't the room. Doesn't crumble. To the, just, just like comes up like, eh, huh? You leaving? Okay. It's All right. the most, it's, it's, it's like surreal. Like it's so unnatural. Like, this what? one feels like more of a dream. Yes. This feels more like it's, so, I'm at a loss for words at how bonkers this is and how unnatural this entire sequence has become. It's insane. So Chris rushes down the stairs into the kitchen where we see the maniac at the top of the stairs slowly walking down towards Chris now. Holding the scalpel. Holding the scalpel. Out in front of his fucking face. Yep. Chris slowly coming down. Grabs a knife from another another big Michael Myers knife from the drawer. So there's been like three of these things. Total. Anyway, she grabs another one from a drawer. A hand reaches out, grabs her by the shoulder. Chris spins around to see Linda standing there. Linda tells her to get help. And then she falls to the floor dead again. Collapses to the ground. Yes. And what does she do? Nothing. Doesn't get help. She does nope. not go out that side door in the kitchen. Uh, so she winds around the house again, showing no urgency, fear, or any emotion whatsoever. Holding the knife up, kind of like in a stab position. Yeah, And, we, and just... Slowly walking. Yeah, we watch her way too long. Oh, yeah. This drags on and on. And then just out of nowhere, and for no apparent reason, she spins around making that kind of a stabbing motion. Turns out she's just stabbed Scott in the chest. He falls <laughs> like, to the floor. Devil has this crazy look on his face. Right into his sternum. Right into his sternum, like dead center mass. And again, she stabs like a little, <laughs> and it's like, Dude, and then they show it's like plunged deep right through, right through that fucking that breastbone, breast breast the breastplate. I mean, yeah. just <laughs> god damn it! Uh, <laughs> it's like dink, and yeah, fully in. A, it's like up to the handle. All yeah, you see is the handle left of the knife plunged in there. And it, Chris, it, Scott dies. That must, like a, that must be a nice, pretty sharp Ginsu knife. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cuts he, right through the a look can. on his face that like he gives when he falls is so overdone. It's it's hysterical i love the look on this guy's face um so <laughs> again then we cut to another close-up of the maniac's face holding the scalpel just cut to his face same shot we've seen a dozen times before already chris opens the front door to leave and finds billy's dead body hanging from the door like a christmas wreath and but instead of leaving she's out the door is open she can't run out Gone. Free as a bird. Yep. Fly, 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 little bird. Yeah. Flee. She like, goes no. back inside the house. And she goes back to the kitchen to get another yeah, knife. Another, another knife. <laughs> She's like, oh, I used, I used that one up. <laughs> Go back and get another one. It's the exact Dude. same knife. It's just reset. How many uh, knife take, sets do they take have? Take two. <laughs> Like normally, yes. I, listen, like, I get most houses have like the knife set, and you have that one Michael Myers Halloween carving knife in the knife set. We have it too, but we don't like. There's like three of these things in this drawer. Honey, I was just gifted these set of steak knives for Employee Appreciation Week at the hospital. But honey, we already have that same set. What will we ever do? Well, now we found out. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. Um. 
So she grabs a second fucking kitchen knife. And then she's, like, and again, starts slowly. Same scene. Same thing, and slowly, emotionally, emotionlessly wandering around the house. She ends up facing down the maniac. Yeah, they're, and the, <laughs> they're face to face. He's walking towards her ever so slowly with his arm fully extended, oh, holding God. a scalpel. The, the camera keeps cutting back and forth between the close-up shots of the maniac's bug-eyed face and Chris standing there looking at the knife like it's some sort of like Dude, alien thing that she's never she's, seen before. She's looking, she'll look at the knife. Or like she has no clue what a knife is used for. It's like she's never yeah. seen one she's, before. She's holding the knife, looks at the knife, looks at the maniac, looks, looks at the, the knife, knife looks at the, the maniac. maniac. Maniac's getting closer, looks at the knife, looks at the maniac like, huh? And, and, yeah, it's like she's never... No, yeah, and then she has like this moment, like, like oh, she has this, like she come to Jesus moment, an epiphany, an epiphany goes off, the light bulb goes over, and she realizes, oh, I can use this to stab someone, like I just did like five I seconds just ago, just stabbed my friend Scott, yeah, who I was trying to get his dick wet, and I couldn't. <laughs> Instead, so, I killed him. Chris looks up at the maniac and then stabs the maniac in the chest. Yeah, she just goes, oh, uh, 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 as the maniac <laughs> inches close, she goes, oh, yeah, wa-boom. Wap. Right in the heart. Right in the heart again. Uh, the maniac grabs his chest as he falls against the fridge. He slides down the fridge, and it's pretty fucking ridiculous. It's easy to tell that the maniac is, like, holding a pump in his <laughs> as hand. As you can clearly see him squeezing Easy. a pump. Making blood spurt flying to, out of his chest. Or try to, but because it, it looks more almost like because it's not really a pump. It almost looks like a kid like trying like like second grade special effects. It's like a kid holding a ketchup packet in his hand and he's squeezing, squeezing the ketchup it. packet against his chest, <sighs> and it just this little tiny bit of blood comes out. Uh, but he's trying to hide the packet in his hand. <laughs> Chris, okay, so maniac dies, and then Chris just. Passes out on the floor. Dude. Just passes out. Not just, not like, not like, not like daintily. No. She's like faint. She's, waboom. Just, just face plant. It's like someone kicked their legs out from underneath her. Or like a sniper shot just got out of the way. Just, just, it's like fucking Anderson Silver (laughs) ran and went, wabam. Kicked her legs out from underneath her. Just, right on her face. Uh, yeah. And no reason whatsoever why this happens, but she's boom. She's on the floor. Fade to black. Or, or, and then we, I'm sorry, yeah. And then we go into like this above shot of the maniac, Linda, and Chris all on the kitchen floor. The next morning, Doctor Sickler pulls into his driveway, goes inside. He goes into the kitchen, gets a carton of milk from the fridge, pours himself a glass of milk, drinks it, puts the carton back. I wanted it to be orange juice so I bad. Did too. I, wanted I wanted it to be orange juice. I'd be like, motherfucker! <laughs> I would have lost my shit. <laughs> The glass falls on the floor for some reason. It breaks. Like, I don't know why this happens. Yeah, it, just, it just does. And it's, it's, they show a glass break, and he just goes, Ugh. Yeah. It just walks <laughs> away. What the fuck like, is eh, that? The wife will get that later. I'm really broken glass on the floor for people to step on in the first thing in the what morning. What the fuck is that? Like, how does it even break? Like, we don't see. It's like he sets it on it the just, counter, and just, next thing it's just on the floor broken. Is there a ghost now, too? But then too? the phone starts to ring. And then the phone oh rings. Oh, God. Oh, and also, by the way, the kitchen, it's bright daylight now. It's daylight. And the kitchen is fucking dark as shit for a second. The windows are open. There should be sunlight pouring in this thing. There's ample sunlight. But the kitchen is, like, black as night. And it wasn't this dark, like... At night, when the girl and the main, when Chris and the maniac were in there, it was brightly lit, and now it's like a cave. 
But the phone. Go the, to the phone, phone rings. He picks up it, but the cord's cut. So he goes to another phone and to another phone. To another phone. He walks around the house. Around the house. Forever, forever. picking up phones. He, it's like his hearing doesn't work. Yeah. He can't, like, echolocate where the <laughs> ring is coming from. He's like, this one's not working. This one's not working. And he doesn't seem to give two shits. He's two just shits like, and all of his phone all right, cords have been cut. Just got to walk to the next one. Nope, yeah. that one's Zero not working. Reaction. Uh, also, by the, the way, one. I know this is late 80s and he's a doctor. What do you have a fucking answering machine? He's a doctor. Come on. Or a pager. Pay, you know, something. Um, anyway, so he finally finds one that works. Um, we see the maniac dragging bodies down the hallway and like through rooms that every time like the doctor leaves one room, maniac comes in as he leaves with a body. Sickler finally gets to the phone, he answers it, and it's a nurse from the hospital. She's calling him that uh, his patient has escaped. I'm like, really? Just now they're finding out that he's escaped? They're just now calling? Like, wasn't Sickler there at the hospital all night because of this patient anyway? Like, he was called in for this guy, and now they're just, he's been there all night. Was he called in for that guy? I thought he was. I don't know if they were. They just said it was an emergency. Okay. They didn't I, maybe, say... maybe not. I, th- I assumed it was for this guy. Maybe sure. not. Either way. This guy's been gone for at least 12 hours, and they're just now saying, uh-oh, our super dangerous schizophrenic murdering pr- killer is missing. It's gone. Oh, no. Let's call the doctor. Right. And the sickler, Dr. Sickler asks her if, he's, if she has called the cops yet, and she says no. no. I thought she I'd call says, you first. no, I will call you first. I'm, are you fucking kidding me? Who does that? Who thinks they're calling the cops first? Is the bad idea. Oh, I better call the doctor first and warn him instead of the cops. No, you call the cops first and then the doctor. Marshall, I need you to settle down. <laughs> You're starting to get me kind of upset here. I'm starting to worry. <laughs> like, I haven't seen you scream and yell like this in a while. Like, like I just, <laughs> just take a breath, man. This movie <laughs> is defies all common sense and logic and all laws of like we, we've seen laws of gravity and <laughs> physics broken common sense is thrown out the window editing the guys it's oh my god this movie Whew, okay calm down I can't go to the fact that a murdering psychopathic <laughs> prisoner has escaped been is gone for 12 hours and they just now realize they see they even had a news report that earlier that night saying oh my god Two bodies have been found outside this hospital. I can- Maybe we should check on the patient that's in for murder. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this lady's there on that pile of blankets. Sure looks like him. I guess that's him. We're okay. <laughs> All good here. I can't count me down. <laughs> this, is, this is gone. You're just gone. <laughs> You're becoming a maniac, Marshall. Your eyes are barking to bug out of your head. <laughs> All I need to do is put a surgical mask on your face. You're going to fit right in. And then to make it worse, to make it worse, this jackass Dr. Sickler says, don't do anything until I get there. So he's even telling them, don't call the cops until I get back to the hospital. And what's it going to do any good for him exactly. to get back what's there? What's he going to do? What is he going to do? Like, is he going to go all Dr. Loomis now? Is he going <laughs> to hunt him down? I mean, what the fuck is he going to do? You telling her... Call the fucking cops. And you know what? I'll call the cops myself now. Like, don't say, don't do anything till I get back there. Like, God damn it. Anyway, Stickler's in his room. He leans over. 
kisses his wife on the head. Who's dead. Who, who again, doesn't yeah. look underneath again, the sheets. It's just a sheet pulled over her body. Yeah, this is the third time It's now. a sheet completely covering her head. He doesn't even, like, take the time to, like, pull the sheet back nope. and kiss her on the cheek. Nope. He just, like, leaves it there and kisses the sheet. Kisses the sheet. Kisses the top of her head. And he leaves. He gets back in the car and drives away. So three fucking times we've had the Phyllis Bueller blanket in the... Three sh- times. Three times we've had this shit happen. Not once does anybody do anything about it. The camera cuts back to the ladder that's still set up against the front of the house leading to which the open window. Which again, the doctor did not which notice. Which I thank you again. Never notices. He walked right past it twice. In and out. He walks past a ladder leading up to his daughter's bedroom. And there's a killer that's escaped the hospital. (laughs) And he doesn't do... All the cord phones in his house have been cut. All the lives have been cut. The ladder is leading up to his daughter's bedroom. And he's like, fuck it. I don't care. I gotta go back to the hospital. And he forgot the orange shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> so we see Chris pop her head out the window, and then she just ducks back inside as he yeah. drives away. She doesn't say what? anything. Not, hey, help, or let me get out of this fucking house. Call the cops. She can get out anytime she wants. Multiple, she's had multiple she chances. Just does, she, she, I think I'm worried about her. <laughs> she's like, this place is pretty cool. <laughs> starting to get kind of concerned about that bitch. She goes down the stairs. We cut back to Sickler. Now he's back in the house, but he's getting in the elevator at the hospital. Keep that in mind. At the hospital. Standing behind him in that very elevator is the maniac. The door closes. The maniac grabs Sickler and slits his throat. Another horrible blood effect, just like we saw with the guy on the bench. Yep. Same like, thing. It's like half of it gets cut. So... <laughs> The killer has gone from the hospital to Linda, Dr. Sickler's house. Now he's gone back to the hospital. We go back to Chris looking out the kitchen window into the backyard where there happens to be a pool. Yes. She's in the kitchen. She hears a splash. So she looks up out the window into the pool and she sees Dr. Dr. Sickler's, Sickler's body floating in the pool. <laughs> what the shit is happening? <laughs> What? <laughs> what is going on? I can't take this. Can't. You can't. Your head is about to explode. God damn. <laughs> so he's gone from the hospital to the house, back to the, the hospital, hospital, back to the house. And this time he did it in like a blink of an eye. This is the worst case of teleporting I've ever seen. It wasn't he stabbed in the heart? He was. He was stabbed in the fucking heart. <sighs> so Linda and or Chris. Did, and not only did he teleport, he teleported with, with the doctor's <laughs> body. <laughs> so, like we've seen teleports like from, okay, he teleported from the first floor to a second floor. Not across town in the middle of <laughs> In the blink of an eye, in carrying a body. Middle of the day. In the middle of the day. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> oh, <fuck>. So, Chris decides to get into the pool, waves out to Dr. Sickler, 
rolls him over. Sees at the slit throat. He's had his throat slit. She backs away from Sickler. Instead of getting out of the pool, she just stays in the pool, backs away into the pool some more. <laughs> and she gets grabbed by the fucking maniac who's also, also in, in the, the pool. pool. How does she not see him in the pool? What? <laughs> the maniac's in the pool. <laughs> God damn it. She gets her throat slit. The maniac, you get, yeah. Grab Guess it, you what? It. Throat slit. Nick, freeze frame. As she's clasping her throat, freeze frame as blood's trickling down. Freeze frame, fade to black. And that should be the end of this shit fest. But nope. Nope. It's got more to go. (laughs) Miles to go before you sleep, motherfucker. (laughs) We cut back to Chris waking up in her bed way back when we saw her lying down after she got off the phone with Linda. Back at the beginning of this movie. Talking about partying and it was... All a dream. The whole fucking bullshit experience we just sat through was a fucking dream. So that explains all the teleportation. God damn it. You're losing your shit for a dream. I hate this movie so much. God. Oh, I wish I, I should be filming this. <laughs> The phone rings again. So many phone calls in this movie. <laughs> it's like half the dial, half this movie is just phone calls. She picks I think it they up. They mentioned Ma Bell in it too. They, they got the ill communication. <laughs> she picks it up. It's Tracy. Chris tells her that she had a terrible nightmare and a nightmare within that nightmare. That's true. We had fucking Inception bullshit. Nightmare in this within a nightmare. nightmare. Chris tells her about all about the night that they all got killed. She explains like the whole plot. Yeah, she does. She does. And Tracy's like. Eh, I'm bored. Come pick me up so we go to Linda's for a slumber party. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> She's like, okay. Chris hangs up the phone. We cut to Tracy and Chris pulling up in front of Linda's house. Inside. So all this shit <laughs> never happened. None of it None happened. None of it ever happened. None of it. Inside, Linda answers another ringing phone. Linda listens as a nurse from the hospital tells her that a very dangerous patient that her father treats has escaped. So what the fuck and, is happening? And that the and that the father and the cops believe that the escaped patient is on his way to their house. So did this happen? It's, she's a fucking oracle. She's a <laughs> psychic, I guess, because she's dreamt this whole fucking thing. So now there's an escaped lunatic. <gasps> okay, first of all, again... I get okay. How would the patient know where the doctor lives? Good question. Like you're a nurse, you've had you worked in the psych ward. Dude, yeah. Like, you don't walk around with your fucking address pinned to your lab coat. Nope. We like, don't even have our last name on our badge exactly. because we don't want. It just says Aaron, Aaron S. Or maybe I don't even know if you have the last initial. It just says Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. How the <laughs> fuck would the doc, the patient know where the doctor lives? It, what? <laughs> did he like? Did he escape his room? Then go down to like the HR office, dig through the files for the doctor's address, his pa- personnel paperwork, and he's like, "Okay, got it." Then leave. How does this happen? <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, Lisa, Linda hangs up. The other two girls knock on the front door. Knock, knock, knock. <clears throat> we cut to Linda going out the back door, calling out for her mom. Like, mom, we got to tell dad or something. 
We see the maniac sneak in behind Linda. It's so funny. But the, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's doing like jazz hands. He's like, doing jazz hands like, ah. like bouncing by. Yeah, he is. <laughs> what's like, even you can't funny, see me. What's even sadder is we talk about this shit like this all the time. But when Linda turns to walk back inside the house, it's a you can clearly it's a screen porch, and, and you, you can, can clearly, clearly see the maniac see. is still there. You see him These going in the door, scrubs. walking through the door, and she turns around, looks directly at him going through the door, <laughs> and doesn't say a goddamn thing. She follows him in the house. Ugh. Which means, oh. Uh, so out front, <coughs> we see Tracy and Chris. They decide, you know what? We're not going to wait for somebody to let us in. We're just going to go in ourselves. So they enter the house. Like a boss. Cut to a quick shot of the maniac holding Linda covering her mouth and dragging her down a hallway. Then a quick shot of Tracy and Chris go upstairs, then cut right back to another fucking close-up of the maniac's face and the scalpel pointed way yeah. throughout the camera. We hear the girl scream as the maniac just walks towards the camera, holding the scalpel, freeze frame, Q80s hair metal, roll the fucking credits. That's Last Summer Party. What the shit? Well, Marshall, Chris just proves dreams do come true. She's an oracle, man. <laughs> she, fucking oracle. Holy shit, guys. I'm sorry. I, got, I have not been that worked up. I don't know ever, but Jesus Christ. I, I just let you go. I'm like, I, I could chime in here and there, but I'm almost afraid to. I think Marshall might stroke out if I say something to make him go up a little higher. Your face got as red as the walls. God damn. We got a I, red wall here. I apologize, guys. Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, that's last summer party. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. Paul, what did you do to us? <laughs> Good God, don't recommend anymore. You're going to kill Marshall. My favorite kill, Marshall Hampton. Dead after watching this movie. Favorite kills. Yeah. Okay. On. What do you got? What the <laughs> fuck kind of variety of kill is this? Everybody got their which, throat slit. Which throat slit do you want? <laughs> yeah. Do you want the one on the bus stop? Do you want the It's, it's either face slash, <laughs> face slash or, or throat, throat slit. slit. Yeah. There might be a little variety with chest stab, <laughs> yeah. but that's about it. God damn. I think my favorite kill is probably... Uh, not Tom, not Scott, Billy? Brett, Brett, Billy. No, he gets his face cut. He's like, <laughs> and he just cut away. And they cut back to him. And then out, just down. Again, Anderson Silva comes in and just kicks his legs out from underneath him. And he just falls on the ground. All the kills fucking they suck. Fu they do. They're awful. So, yeah, I guess that was my favorite kill. Uh and he gets thrown out a window. Thrown out a window by science. By science, even get killed yeah. by the real killer. He killed the, the the fucking B squad. The B squad maniac. <laughs> the bench players. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like the garbage time people do. It's like yeah, it's garbage time. Throwing the bench guys. Uh, all right, my favorite. I don't know. I think my favorite kill is probably uh, the laws of physics, time, and space. I think is my favorite kill. Oh, killing science. Killing, no, 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 not actually killing science. Well, yeah, they did kill science. But I mean, 
Well, he was also defying Grant. physics and time, time and space. space. The, the cure yeah. just defies yeah. all laws of nature yeah. in this movie. So which one was this? Because there's more than one. No, I all oh, that's it. They oh. killed nature. So. <laughs> <laughs> Them killing the laws of science. Oh, and nature I get it. I get is it. My favorite kill. Uh, no. Uh, it's like, it's like he had a fucking infinity stones, man. He's just snapping his fingers, teleporting all around, talking yeah. to the space jam. Invisible. He's there. He's he got there. the reality in the spaceship, and he's just having a ball. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, favorite kill. I really don't know. They all yeah, fucking they suck, all, They're all throat slits. They're uh, all shitty throat slits. The killer, the maniac at the end, is comical just because of the... You see him clearly pumping his own blood. Like, it in is his pretty hand. funny. Yeah. Um, but Billy, yeah, it might be again. It's, uh, Billy is not bad. Oh, the look on Scott's face when he got stabbed was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But I think I'd probably go with. Yeah, I think I should go with you. And, I'll go with Billy. Really? Just, okay. There's nothing else to pick from. They all fucking suck. They are horrible. They're all atrocious. Uh, but at least Billy had the, the kind of like, ah, comical. does he have like a freeze ray attached to that scalpel? Cause everyone <laughs> freezes. It's, I think it's like lace or line, like some kind of like drug. It's so unnatural. Like a, a, a paralyzing drug. You feel like, something sharp on your neck. I think people would freak the fuck out and like try and get it away as yeah. much as possible. But everyone, everyone we, we freezes. Talked about it in, um, there was one episode we did a few a while back where we, it, we, you did the, uh, educational fact. And it was about the poison that people used to put in the blow darts that would paralyze people. I forget what it was called. Oh, yeah. But I think it was dipped in that shit. Everybody <laughs> just gets paralyzed as soon as it touches them. I don't know. Fuck it. All right. Let's move on to this week's odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh. What is wrong with these guys? All right. Ratings. two point IMDb 2.7 out of 10. Uh, Ron Tomatoes, that's not even on the site. On uh, Amazon, fucking Amazon, gives it a 3.2 out of 5. Hmm. Plot keywords, there were 36 plot keywords. Only three of them were kind of different that I wrote down. Izod shirt, that's a first for us. <laughs> Budweiser. Yeah. And Volkswagen thing. Volkswagen <laughs> thing, baby. Plot keyword. Uh, that's it. Uh, trivia, there's really nothing. The only thing I can't offer is that this movie... Was featured on as part of the Rift Tracks um, series of movies they did, which is a spinoff of like the Mystery Science Theater people. Yeah. So when they stopped doing Mystery Science Theater, they kind of moved and started doing this thing. It's called Rift Tracks. Uh, that version, if you want to watch that version with the Rift Track, that's on Amazon. That's available on that Amazon. That you can yeah. see from Amazon, but it's not the actual, just the movie. So if you want the Rift Track version, you can get it on Amazon. Um, so that's all I got for trivia. There's nothing there. Budget. I don't have, there's no surprise there. Yeah. Piece of shit. It doesn't matter. Uh, so that brings us straight to this week's five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. Good God. Yep. <laughs> uh, there's only 17 re- reviews on Amazon. 24% are five stars <laughs> with 23% being one star. So, from Ash Sin writes, This is what we build our generation on, people. <laughs> Not smartly written plots and special effects. Naked women, creepy guys, and a killer with a common sense to go Darwin on their ass. Five stars. And then all the other five stars reviews were basically people just commenting 
on the movie's timely arrival and the good condition that it came in. (laughs) (laughs) Kim, one piece. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, thanks. So, one-star reviews. I wrote down two. Uh, First one from Lorena. I watched this movie years ago, and to this day, it still goes down as the worst movie ever. The acting is so terrible, and it was so repetitive. If I could give it zero stars, I would. One star. Uh, From TBS, the title is The Sensation of Watching Failure. (laughs) Honestly, this is one of the worst films I've seen in a while. Going beyond the woes of a bad movie and coming... Uh, committing some of the worst cinematic sins known to audiences anywhere. The budget holding this movie together is awful at best, making certain that the quality of all things would be painted in disappointing shades. Then there were the bad actors, the lack of anything to keep their eyes appeased while they spewed the uselessness of poorly scripted dialogue, and a storyline that kept even the term recycled from looking like a bad thing. <laughs> this, by far, is something to avoid at all costs. You simply won't enjoy it. Even for lovers of bad movies, the end effect is almost insulting. Um... Uh, highly deserve less than one star, one star. Um, now, with that said, oh, maybe I won't read all these. I, I went to IMDb and found some yeah. pretty... Lengthy ones. Lengthy ones. IMDb likes to write novels. They do. They yeah. love fucking novels. But there is some pretty funny comments on some of these uh, uh, that I just... They're pretty funny. From Horrormonger writes, This is the greatest movie ever made. The acting, the writing, the quality of the movie... Is this the greatest movie I have seen? It has changed my life. Thank you, Steve and Tyler, for writing, directing, and starring in the most wonderful movie. I love this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last, uh, The last one from... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. How do I want to do this? Uh, from Sand Cooler writes, What the hell is going on? 3 out of 10. Was this movie edited by Salvador Dali on drugs? <laughs> Where I'm trying to get invested in the movie and it's important to have a vague idea of what's going on. When the kill- killer teleports as often as this guy does, you have two options. One, learn basic editing. Or if you don't have the talent for that, write in a line about how he knows teleportation. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. Awesome, intensely fascinating. Okay. Uh, Ryan Dragon, Stephen Tyler, now, uh, never made another horror movie after this. Uh, neither did any of the actors. I'd be grateful for that. But then again, this were, last slumber party is also intensely fascinating. How bad can a movie get before you stop calling it a movie? You just stare in awe because you have no idea where the next scene will, what the next scene will bring. When you look at it that way, this is much more entertaining than a half a competent project. My favorite parts every time our mad psychopath Tyler himself opens his eyes real wide because he can't come up with any other way to look crazy. That's some great stuff. Three out of ten. And that's kind of an interesting point. Because this, it is that way. Because this movie is so bad. Yeah. So bad, but it, it's almost like a fever dream. Thing. It's like, you can't, it's like, how much, what is going to happen next? At it, one point, does it stop being a movie and yeah. start being almost like an art house project? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so insane and so broken of formula and like what proper. And dialogue <laughs> and the way people are acting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, I totally agree. Um. Darth Tribute writes, wow, this movie by far is the best horror movie of all time. The plot twist, the acting, the sheer suspense and excitement is incredibly spellbinding. I recommend this movie to anyone who loves to be freaked out. And when I say freaked out, I mean freaked out! Girls trapped in a house with a killer on the loose. How do they come up with this stuff? This has to be a successful formula to it. And many, many writers of horror movies and directors of the horror genre need to study this movie inside and out to learn what it's truly scary 
If you want to see a movie that makes you pee your pants, check out Last Summer Last Summer Pl- Slumber Party. Pure genius. Is he talking about the same movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's being. I think maybe sarcastic. it does need to be studied to, to what not to do. Do completely opposite of this, you'll be there. Yeah. The last one I'm gonna read, and then we'll we'll move on, is from Blaze H G E H G. This is a two star review from IMDb. I can barely even form a coherent sentence to describe to you what this movie actually is after having seen it, but I'll try. The premise is your typical cliche. Killer comes to slice up some teens. Here it's in an escape. Here's an escape mental patient that doctors off at Weldon and Scabble. Against all odds, even logic itself, he goes on a rather successful murder spree. This movie is something like a bunch of old friends knocked out in like something a bunch of friends knocked out in a weekend. They probably had no idea what they were doing. I doubt there was a script written. They clearly had no budget to work with and very little experience in making movies, but they did it, and that's kind of amazing. The writing is abysmal. The dialogue's even worse. The editing is a train wreck, uh, where it's clear they dubbed music over individual shots rather than entire scenes, leading to incredibly disjointed moments where cutting to different camera angles remove the background music until they go back to the first camera. The acting ranges from wooden to supremely over the top. The killer in particular has lots of quote-unquote great scenes where he's staring directly into the camera with his eyes bugging out, waving his scalp around for no reason like he's trying to dissect the lens. There's a lot of amazingly stupidity worth laughing at. The movie actually does a pretty good job of ratcheting up its own absurdity. The last 10 to 15 minutes are as close to a literal fever dream as any movie can come. (laughs) Would I recommend it? It's a stunningly bad movie, but it's also thoroughly ridiculous, and I bet everyone involved in a bunch of fun making it. If that sounds right up your alley, then by all means, check it out. So, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, can't, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, all right, that's it. I kind of, I probably shouldn't have read all those, but whatever. Um, Aries, Aaron, I said, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Yeah. Uh, wrap, go ahead, wrap it up. <sighs> Dude, I, I, I gotta have to say so bad, it's scary. I mean, we like bad movies sometimes when it's so fun and crank, crank, but it's just this one just misses it on all the marks. <laughs> all and in them. a weird way, it is kind of entertaining, but just in all the wrong ways. Yeah. First off, it's called Slumber Party, The Last Slumber Party. Not to be confused with Slumber Party Massacre. Pardon me. Oh, there but, is actually some people in some of the uh, IMDb is actually trying to warn, but like, oh, right, this is not a sequel to the Slumber Party right. movie. So, like I never thought that, but yeah, I guess but it's I the last slumber seen, party. Yeah. And when you call something like that, it's like, come on, you got hot chicks jumping around doing. It. Give me a little sugar, baby. <laughs> Give me a little booty. Give me a little booby. Give me something. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just the editing is so bad. The cuts are so bad. I mean, we talk about bad logic movies, but the fact that the killer, she's like, run, get out of here. And she stays inside the house for the longest time. For the longest time. She doesn't want to leave. She suddenly becomes Billy Joel. For the longest time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so painful. It's so painful to watch. And it just, it's... The movie is only an hour and ten minutes. I know, and it feels like an eternity. It feels like an eternity. I kept looking at my watch. I'm like, oh, God. Why'd you do this to me? So, yeah, I'm going to have to say 
So bad it's scary. Uh, and there was a moment. We didn't talk about it. There's a moment when I guess they're supposed to be watching something on the TV. Oh, and the movie cuts to like a zombie. A movie, movie, a yes. movie with, like a zombie movie. And that looks so much better. It does. I'm like, what happened? It's like, but it's like the editing's so bad. Because they just show the girls watching TV. But they don't show them like watching the screen. They show them just on the couch and the yeah. TV's in front of them. And then, then all of a sudden it's like two <laughs> army people. Like, in a completely different scene, and there's a zombie coming. And, the and they're like, is, shoot the zombie. The video quality of the movie within a movie it's is way better. better than the actual movie. And then it cuts. And then it's back to a different scene in the movie. So it's like, yeah. what the? F- did it just change the You're channel? Right. I, yeah, we, I didn't talk about that, but yeah. It just that- changed the channel in the middle of the movie. It's like, no, we got to go back to a fucking last slumber party. I'm it's like, like, no. It's like if you're watching a VHS and somebody accidentally hit the record, but like, oh, shit, I recorded on the tape. Yes. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> It's like you tape a movie, like you tape over like a family event. Yeah. And then it just like cuts back to that family event for a little bit and the movie keeps going. It's like, it's so bad. Fuck this movie. Fuck oh. it straight to hell. Um, where do I even begin? I don't know, man. I think you pretty much said everything you could possibly say. I think Your I rant towards the end pretty much summed it up. Yeah. Um, so bad, scary. <laughs> so, so bad. It's so, so scary. Uh, yeah, like, everything you said, man, this, it, it, we love bad movies, but this is just, it, it's not even fun to laugh at, really, because, like, like, we had fun laughing. We had a lot of fun laughing but, but, at like, it. But, like, when you're watching, especially if you're watching it by yourself, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, this if you're movie? watching it by yourself, you're just, like, oh. I want, let's talk about bad, like, we talk about, like, bad movies, like, we said, like, Terror of Blood Fart Lake. That's a bad movie. And that's a movie like in the first five, ten minutes when you meet the characters in that car, right? Like, holy shit. I expect like 90% of people to turn the movie off right there. But that movie is so superior. So much more fun. So much more fun. So much more superior to to this movie. And and that is by far one of the worst movies we've done. But at the same time, it's insanely fun. Partly because of the insane writing, yeah. and the actors were committed and at least having fun with it. These girls were just like, like they were being tortured to do it. Like, yeah, like, like they were being blackmailed into doing this or something <laughs> like that. Gonna do this movie. Gonna do the fucking movie. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think my rants that you kind of got the idea. Yeah, so bad, scary. I, I'm not even gonna say anything else about it. I, I'm done. I want to wash my hands of this movie. Unfortunately, it's gonna be burned in my psyche for the rest of my days. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, this movie. This movie nearly broke me, Paul. So <laughs> good job. Fuck you. <laughs> you you kind of got me on. You may be the first to get me. Uh, this this movie was awful. Um, that's it. We're running long, so uh, we'll be back soon with another one, another episode coming up in a little while. So in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight.